0: Welcome, everyone, to our 83rd episode of d Takeover. I'm your host, Dave Rodriguez, alongside my co-host, Eric Hines. And um, let's get a poppin' with today's quote of the week. And today's quote of the week is, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving.
1: Mmm. Keep your balance and keep moving. You said. Oh yeah. We love that right there, bro. Keep your balance and keep. Life is like, you know, what's really bad. Like it's a little funny joke, but like life is like a life is like a bicycle. You like, I love the quote, but I don't know how to ride a bike, so that's a problem. That's, <laughs> that's an honest problem. So you're screwed. I, I... Hey, I've so you're screwed. How do ride a bike, guys. Like I can't ride a bike. I can ride a, I can ride a training, try the training wheels. You know what I'm saying? That's optional, but I don't think that's what the. Is that a, thing is that a video? To.
0: Is that a video? What the training is that wheels? a video thing we got to do? No, we got no, 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 to No, to no, 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 no! Don't do that!
1: Don't do that! No, no. that'd be so awful. That's basically just, <laughs> that's just. Me trying to ride a bike is just straight comedy. It's, it, I just fall. I just fall down. Literally, just fall down.
0: I have to I have to see it to believe it. You have to see it to believe it. There's right. nothing
1: to believe. I've I've scratches all over my knees and scars to believe it. That's what you need to see. That's what you need to That's see. Right. Bro. No, no, we'll,
0: we'll we'll get knee pads, we'll get we'll get elbow pads, we'll get helmet. We'll nah like <laughs> a door to a, a door freaking um
1: a door freaking um, knee pads or something.
0: I don't know. Exactly. You're gonna be covered in bowl rab.
1: No <laughs> All right, well, but say it cool one more time, man, for the people in the back. That was a great one. Steve. Yeah,
0: and the quote of the week is: "Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving." And that's said by no other... this one is made alive. Well, he's not actually alive. He's dead, but he was once alive, and his name is Albert Einstein.
1: Wow, guy, Keep it moving, man. Keep it going, guys. You got it. You're almost there. To so whatever you're trying to accomplish, you are almost there. But I absolutely
0: love that quote, David. Great quote. Thank you. I appreciate it. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our Meet Me at the Run segment, our NBA segment, where we're going to go over the games that happen on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. And, uh, you know, it's playoff time. It's, it's it's playoff time. So, you know, we got to get into these games. And um, Eric, Eric's, we're going to Eric's game that happened on Monday, um, April 18th. And it was a game between the Philadelphia 76ers going up against the Toronto Raptors. Chapters. And um, Eric, you said the Philadelphia 76 were going to come out with the victory, one twenty to one fifteen. And Philadelphia did win, but by a score of one twelve to ninety seven. So I can give you a point for the team that score. Um, however, you did say Joel Embiid was going to have uh, thirty plus points, and Joel Embiid had 30, 31 points. So he just got you that. So I give you a point for that. And you also said uh, Pascal Siakam. We're going to give you twenty five plus points and five plus rebounds, and he gave you twenty points and ten rebounds. So, you go three out of four on that one. That's kind of concerning. It brings your total up to 152. It's currently 157 to 152. I don't like that. No. Wait. How do I go three out of four? Shouldn't what I mean, go in two? You go three out of four? How it's so?
1: This, I got the team. I got Joel Embiid. Yeah. That was
0: it. And Pascal Siakam. I said – I thought
1: you said 25 plus points.
0: No, 15 plus points.
1: Oh. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. I yeah take that word oh my gosh at me i don't even know my own predictions
0: <laughs> no that's not fair that's not fair but the score is 157 to 152 me so um that's a nice little total for you eric but let's get into this game real quick and this was game two of this series and um philadelphia obviously went on to win it and currently they are up three nothing at the moment because of the game that happened last night but um and real quick, let's go over Toronto, the losing side, and the leading score was a guy. It was a guy named OG Ananobi with 26 points, three assists, one steal, and only three turnovers. Great game for him, shooting efficient from the field, shot 71 percent from the field. And after that, he has two people tied for a second, and there was a deal. Two turnovers, and also for seven assists, three steals, two blocks, and four turnovers. He did shoot 30% from the field, which is a little low, but his defense made up for that fact.
1: Hold up one moment, David. You're reconnecting right now, so I want you to, like, I want you to, like, go through, like, a whole stat line, and then, yeah. Right, there you go. go. ahead, go ahead.
0: No, I said, very quiet. Uh, I mean, everyone, like, the stars, like, OG we stepped up. Um, Pascal Siakam stepped up. Fred Van Fleet, Ah, eh, he put up some numbers, but... Other than that, Gray, Gary Chen Jr. left the game, with, and he had zero points. Uh, Precious Achua only had seven points. So from the people that they needed the most from the bench, they didn't really produce for them. But let's move on to the Philadelphia 76ers side. And the leading scorer was no other than Joel Embiid, the, the, the leading scorer of the NBA. He had 31 points, 11 rebounds, and four turnovers. shot 56% from the field. and uh, He went to the line 14 times. Oh, my gosh. This guy goes to the line. So many times, it's absolutely ridiculous. But um, after that, he had help from he had help from Tyrese Maxey again with 23 points, nine rebounds, eight assists, one steal, one block, only one turnover. Great game for Tyrese. And after that, you had Tobias Harris with 20 points, ten rebounds, three blocks. Um, James Harden with 14 points, six rebounds, six assists, three steals, two blocks, five turnovers. Terrible game for James Harden. But they still pulled out a victory because of the help from. Tyrese Maxey Tobias Harris and Danny Green dropped 11 points. And then uh, off the bench, everyone else in single digits. But Eric, 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 you know, civil- Philadelphia 76ers, they co-up 2 nothing on this lead. They win both of their home games, and we all know that they hit a game winner on yesterday, Wednesday, uh, against Toronto, at Toronto, which brings them up 3 nothing. But I'm just going to ask you, I'm just going to ask a question. Is Philadelphia coming out with this? I think it's an obvious, it's an obvious answer, but I want to see what, what, you, what you think.
1: Um, yeah, you are right. It's definitely an obvious, it's it's an obvious answer. Uh, Philadelphia, it's looking like, it's looking it's going to be a sweep. I can definitely see, like, not, the Raptors are not going to win this series. Okay, I can tell you that much. But I can definitely, I can see the Raptors getting one game, like
0: the, like the next game that they have, right?
1: I don't believe they play tonight, though. Do they play tonight? Or am I?
0: No, they, they, um, I think they play on Saturday.
1: Okay, so they play, all right. So, um, e- either way, Toronto have a chance to get one game, but realistically, at the end of the day, what it comes down to, and this is why I really thought it was going to end up being like the t- deciding factor for this series, is the fact that Toronto Raptors, they're not a bad defensive team, don't get me wrong, but they're just a little bit undersized when it comes to the Philadelphia 76ers. And um, when I say undersized, strictly in the center role, and when you have the best scorer in the league at center – and you have no one that, that matches his size, it's going to be extremely hard to stop him. And I believe in game one, they showed signs of, of slowing him down, but then Tyrese Max, he stepped up to, like, an absolute monster, dropped 38 points. So, like, that didn't do much for them. That was a game that they needed to win, and they couldn't get that. So, at the end of the day, they just realistically have nobody that can stop Embiid. And if Embiid can have his way, they're going to win games every single time. So... Yeah, unfortunately for Toronto Raptors, still a good season for them, I would say. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's they were wrapping it up for Toronto this season.
0: Yeah, it's it's a shame because obviously I had them going far into that 'cause I thought they were gonna be one of those underdog teams and they definitely <laughs> had the potential, but it it kind of stinks when you, you lose a guy, Gary Trent Jr., um you lose Scotty Barnes. I feel like that that also messes up the momentum as well. So not having those two key guys also messes it up for Toronto. But hey, hey, playoffs is no excuses. Other people stepped up, just like they stepped up from Philadelphia. Like this was what we expected out of Philly when James Hard- Harden trade came about. We didn't expect Tobias Harris to to drop in scoring. We didn't expect Tyrese Maxey to drop in scoring. And it's really ever since James Harden got got to this team, it's been benefiting Tyrese Maxey because he no longer has to be the ball handler. Again, James Harden just passes to him. He can primarily score and uh, focus on shooting. And he also got eight assists in this game. So he's playmaking as well. And the big question of why the Philadelphia 76ers were so inconsistent in during the season was because Tobias Harris is one of those guys that wasn't dropping you sometimes he wasn't even dropping you ten plus points. Like every other night. And now he's in the playoffs, he's dropping you twenty plus. Like this is like I think the third straight game he dropped for a second straight game, he dropped 20-plus points. Matt, Maxie, Joel B Harris. James Harden doesn't have to
1: – Hold up, David. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Do I want to hear what you have to say. You said James Harden, but you're reconnecting. Give me one second. But um, just to, like, add on to what he was saying when he, until he comes back, like, hey, the team is just for me as a whole. But go ahead, David. Go ahead. Dave, hello, hello. Alright, what's what's it called? But um either way, I, I will say this much. Um going off like I said, going off what David said, um Tobias Harris, you know, he's stepping up, especially in this season um especially in this playoff series, and um oh helping them he's just he's helping them in other words, just like become the team that we were expecting them to be, like he was saying. But David, keep adding on to that, my guy.
0: Oh my gosh. I can't add on to it. Yes, you can. I hear you. Oh, you hear me? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I thought it still says I'm reconnecting. That's so so. My bad. Yeah, you're good. You're good. good. Oh, yeah. But good. All right, good. But basically, what I was trying to say before I got cut off because my Wi-Fi here is garbage. But um, (laughs) other than that, uh, it's basically that they don't need James Harden to produce big numbers. They just need other guys to participate in the scoring. Like T- Tobias Harris, like Tyrese Maxey, and they've been doing that consistently against the Toronto Raptors. Now, if they go on to face the Heat, is that a different question? I believe so because the Heat are more defensive. But to answer the overall question, Seventy ers are coming out of this. They might even sweep. Who knows? And um, yeah, they just look like a they look like the team that they expected to be once they got James Harden. So they're they're finding it at the right right time. So it's gonna it's gonna be a good a good battle in the second round. Whoever they versus Probably going to be the Heat.
1: See, the one thing I want to say, though, about this, um, Philly fans, don't get too excited, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be real. This is not a team, like, I, I saw, um I think I saw Stephen A. say it, but um it was mostly, it was on first take. I saw somebody say it. They were like, you didn't bring James Harden here to beat the Toronto Raptors, okay? You brought James Harden here to beat the Miami Heat, to beat the Milwaukee Bucks, to beat the Celtics, to beat the Nets. Whatever big team is there, okay. Um, this is this this is a very good W, and it's very good to it's very good that the fact that you guys are really on the verge of sweeping them, if not you you guys are really close to sweeping them, right? And even if it happens in five games, you know, like it's still it's still a great great um series. You guys handled business, right? But the thing is, the Miami Heat next round most likely the people that you're gonna end up seeing are a completely Different beast, okay. People like you, you got Jimmy Butler, who's a defensive monster, okay. Who either who's either gonna end up locking, probably gonna end up locking up Harding. And we've seen the way Hardy's been playing lately, right? Jimmy's been playing amazing. The last game, I believe Jimmy dropped what a 40 45 point game, 45 point right? game, yeah. So, and, and obviously, we already know what Jimmy's defense is like. So, Jimmy can lock up Harding if, if Harden is a step of his game. You got Kyle Larry, probably gonna end up locking up or attempting to lock up Tyrese Maxey. But Kyle Lowry, veteran, you know, he's easy to know what to do. And he's won a championship before, so he's been there. You know what I'm saying? Right? The main matchup is going to be Bam out of bio versus Joel Embiid. Okay? And you got, even though, in a sense, Bam is still somewhat, in height-wise, undersized, undersized. But both of them are big dudes, right? Both of them are physical players, right? And you got a guy in Bam who kind of has a grudge on his own is holding a grudge against the NBA right now because he feels as if he deserves to be um, defensive player of the year. And, you know, I don't think there's a lot of people that agree with that. But at the end of the day, Bam is a defensive player of the year caliber player. So he's going to want to prove something against the scoring champion of the NBA right now, you know. So it's going to be a tough series. There's going to be other people that are going to need to step up. Plus, you have to add on the fact of P.J. Tucker. That man is a pest of a defender. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of grit on this team, a lot of veteran presence on this team. This team is very complete now, so it's going to be very hard for them. It's going to be very hard for Philadelphia 76ers, so don't get too comfortable. That's all I want to say.
0: Definitely, yeah. This is pretty much like a warm-up round for the Philadelphia 76ers, and I'm not discrediting Toronto, but they had injuries in the series, and they just weren't at their top form because of all, like I said, the injuries that they had and um, everything that happened there, but... Yeah, this is a warm-up for them. No, they found their groove, but uh see what happens from there. Miami Heat are going to be no joke. And Bama out of bio. This is going to be a great matchup for you to actually – to get people's attention on how good your defense is. I know it's good, but some people don't know it yet. So, I mean, you got to step up to the challenge.
1: If someone doesn't know that Bam out of bio has good defense, I'm sorry. They either, they either just haven't been watching basketball or they just don't watch basketball because – that man, that man. We, we, David. We know that man has good defense. You know what I'm saying?
0: But no, he the has the worst defense in the league. I have better defense than him.
1: Uh see, all right, all right, all right. it's not the worst defense, but I will agree to the fact that like, you know you do have better defense than him because, like, thank David,
0: that's <laughs> <I'm> so conceited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, look, Bam. He has to make an argument. You, you don't have to make an argument. It's just hmm? I'm David, the Oracle. You you, you, you don't have to for that. you just like, I'm the Oracle, and people just know about it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly.
0: This comes naturally. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly, but um, listen, is there anything else that you want to say in this game before we move on to your next one?
0: Nothing. Nothing really much. Just the fact that Toronto, they either get one game or no games at all, and uh Philadelphia is going to either sweep, or they're going to go to four or five, and then they're going to have to verse a hard Miami Heat team, so buckle your seatbelts.
1: What... Um, prediction really quick right now. Um, wait, let me just check this out really quick. I just want to confirm one thing. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah. You said on Saturday game four in Toronto, um, who do you got? Is it going to four is, or is it ended in four? Is it going to go
0: to five? What, what do you think is going to happen? Is Scotty Barnes playing? That's my main X factor. If he is, I th- I say Toronto wins. If he is, if he's, if he's not, then 76ers are winning it. They're sweeping.
1: Yeah, when you really think about it, you know, I think there's a possibility as of right now. If we were in Game Three, Toronto should have two of those games, and I wish—I bet you they're wishing they could get them back. Because when you really think about it, Game One, Joel and B played bad; they clamped him, but they couldn't handle Tyrese Maxey. And no offense to Tyrese Maxey, I—you know—I love Tyrese Maxey, right? He's a baller. Mm-hmm. But Tyrese is not dropping 38 points in a playoff game. Against them, probably like ever, like n- not anytime soon. You know what I mean? So that was an explosion. That was him just stepping up to the plate. If they were able to contain him, they probably looking at that game as like we should have won that game because we stopped the me- the main man, right? So they should have been up one nothing right there, probably in their heads. Then you also got remember the last game with um the last game with the game winner with Joel Embiid, right? That game they probably should have taken two. And the reason I say that is because of the fact that if they had Scotty Barnes, like you always mentioned. That game probably went so, so differently. So differently. You know? So, yeah. there's a lot of, like, what ifs in this situation. But right now, they just got to focus on getting one thing done. Is that That is stopping Joel Embiid. Stop Joel Embiid, you probably will win the game. I think they have a I mean, chance to win. It helps a lot. I would say that. Yeah, it helps a ton. But um, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'll go, I'll go ahead and go into David's next game. And that was, this was game two. Um of the series between the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Memphis Grizzlies. Now at the time, the Mef- the Minnesota Timberwolves have taken at um, were up 1-0, right? But after this game, David had a prediction saying that the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies were going to win 113 to 109. The Grizzlies tied up the series, making it 1-1. The Grizzlies won 124 to 96. They destroyed the Minnesota Timberwolves, ladies and gentlemen. So David, we give you a point. For the team, however, we don't give you a point for the score. Now, you did say that John Morant would have 25-plus points in this game. And unfortunately, David, John Morant played an amazing game, but he only gave you 23 points. He's missing a bucket. He's missing one bucket, so we can't give you the point for that right there. And then you also said that Anthony Edwards would have Mm 20-plus points and 5-plus rebounds. And Anthony Edwards literally just got that done for you. He had 20 points in the game and he had six rebounds. So he literally just squeezed that um, point in for you, and you get two out of four points in that um, in that um, game right there. And your total score improves to 159, I believe. Yeah, it improves to 159. So the current score is 159 to 152, right? But going into the game, let's dive into this one really quick. And that one, it um, we'll start off with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And leading the team in scoring was Anthony Edwards. Slow night for everyone offensively, I would say. Um, Anthony Edwards, he had 20 points, six rebounds, one assist, and one steal. And he had five turnovers. Not very efficient overall um, with the turnover ratio to his assist. However, he shot seven for 16 from the field and four for 10 from the three-point line. So not terrible shooting, right? But um, overall, we all know that Anthony Edwards can do um, a lot better. And he needs to do a lot better in order for them to win these games, right? But I would even look at him as the main person. Afterwards, you look at the scoring. The next highest scorer was Carl Anthony Towns with 15 points, 11 rebounds, um, one assist, two blocks, and five turnovers. He also had five fouls as well. Um, Carl Anthony Towns surprisingly only took seven shots, something that we don't you normally see from Carl Anthony Towns. He took seven shots, only made four of them, right? Um, and he shot seven for eight from the three the, from the free throw line. So. Overall, Carl Anthony Towns, from the stats perspective, looks like he just got shut down that night by the um, Memphis Grizzlies um, defense. And after that, off the bench, you had Torian Prince with 12 points. You had Naz Reed with 12 points as well. Um, but they were missing a lot from D'Angelo Russell this game. And um, there's some big factors on why they lost this game. But let's go ahead and go into the Memphis Grizzlies side of things. Um, and leading the team in scoring was John Morant. He had 23 points, 10 assists. Nine rebounds and one steal and only two turnovers. Very efficient game for Jaw. Shot nine for 16 from the field and shot two for four, which is 50% from the three-point line. Just overall amazing game for draw. Um And afterwards, he had, the, he had people helping him out. You had Jaron Jackson Jr. with his 16 points. You had Desmond Bain with 16 points. Off the bench, you had Brandon Clark, 13 points. Xavier Tillman, 13 points. Trey Jones, um, not Trey Jones, Tyus Jones, with with ten points, and then you also had Zaire Williams with thirteen points. Everybody was scoring on this Minnesota defense, so a, lo- a very good team effort in order to find them this victory. But um, David, man, talk to me about this game. How do you feel about this one?
0: Yeah, the the Memphis Grizzlies are like Oba- Oprah. You get ten. You get thirteen points. You get thirteen <laughs> points. You get thirteen points. You get ten points. It's like everyone was contributing. Like like honestly, you look at the scoreboard. They had they had uh sorry seven guys in double figures. And, uh, like, seven seems like a consistent number. I, I, we've been doing this for, like, the whole season. And I feel like whenever I point out a team that has, a, like, a high-scoring number and, like, everyone off the bench is scoring double digits as well, the number is usually seven. That's, like, the magic number in terms of – this is just a stat analysis. It's not, like, statistical or it's not, like, backed up or fact-checked. But, like, when I've seen it, I feel like the magic number is seven. When seven are your players on the team – have double figures, you're guaranteed to win, and that's that's what it looked like in this one. And The Memphis Grizzlies were destined destined because of the way that they played off the bench and on the bench, starting with John Morant, who had almost a near triple double. He had a double double with 23 points, 10 assists, nine rebounds. He was playing efficiently, and he's been doing that all series. But um, this game he was shooting better. He was passing the ball, playmaking. I haven't seen John Morant hit get get 10 assists in a long time, so it was good to see that. But um. Uh, move on to the Minnesota Timberwolves' side. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, you can see it. He had five He had five fouls, and he only played 27 minutes. He got in foul trouble early, and that's what really cost him. And it's, it's, it's really hard to to block Jaron Jackson Jr. And uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. had a good game himself, 16 points. So, I mean, Jaron Jackson took, took advantage of that matchup, and he got, um, he got um, Carl Anthony Towns into foul trouble, which is a smart thing to do. Uh, the best player on the team, get him get him out early. But also, Patrick Beverly had, had a slow day. He shot 16%. So, it was just like one of those nights where they just, the the, the ball wasn't going into the basket. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's things to say that. But another stat, real quick, is their turnovers. Minnesota Timberwolves had 19 turnovers when the Memphis Grizzlies only had 9. And a quick little thing, Memphis Grizzlies, remember this number, had 9 turnovers as a team when only between two people, Karl-Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards, they had five turnovers apiece, which means <laughs> that equals ten. So ten, two guys on the Minnesota Timberwolves, two superstars, had ten turnovers more than the Memphis Grizzlies' whole team in nine. So that's very concerning. Uh, they were just playing very sloppy. Foul trouble got to them, and uh, it, show, it shows by the score, too.
1: You know, you kind of hit the nail on the head for everything right there, honestly. Um, you look at all the stats, right? Um, stat-wise, right? I was unfortunately I wasn't able to watch this game, so I can't really give you guys the eye test, I guess you could say. But um, stat-wise, you look at the shooting from the field. Grizz, Grizzlies shot better from the three-point line. The Grizzlies shot better. Only thing that was different was um the free throw line. But overall, the Grizzlies were just way more efficient with the ball. Um, they took care of the ball. Like David said, the nine to nineteen turnovers is absolutely insane. That's a total of ten more possessions that the Grizzlies had over the Minnesota Timberwolves. So that played a big factor in that. And also, I would like to point out, this is the second time that we've seen Carl Anthony Towns get into foul trouble early on. Now, the first time this happened was in the playing game, right? And they squeezed out a victory over there. Why? Because Anthony Edwards went absolutely insane. Um, then the next game, obviously, when they versus the Grizzlies, they all came out, they all balled out. Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns both played amazing, and they just outplayed the Grizzlies. Now this game... Colin the towns gets into foul trouble and look what happens. 124 to 96, because Anthony Edwards, this game, you know, and everyone has this game. They're all human. They all make sense. But Anthony Edwards didn't couldn't really take over as much as he needed to for them to win this game. And even if he wanted to take over, drop you 40, 40 points. You add twenty points to the score. They're realistically, they're not even they're still not they're still not winning this game. You know what I mean? Because the because the Minnesota Timberwolves defense just wasn't good enough that night. The, the Grizzlies were just running running all over them from bench to starters, you know. So, overall, it just came down, I guess you could say, to efficiency. Um, the Grizzlies just being more careful with the ball. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. And, yeah, I don't, honestly, now I have, I have a question for you really quick before we move on. Mm-hmm. Look at this series. I'll, you already know what I'm going to say. I'm big up Minnesota Timberwolves because I, I picked Memphis Grizzlies to be my fraudulent pick. And I don't think they're going finals, yes, make- yes. right? So, I'm going to keep on saying whatever is optional. At first, I was saying Timberwolves in four as a joke and everything. But I'm going to say Timberwolves in five now because they lost the game. You know, whatever. But, honest opinion, unbiased opinion, David, who do you have winning this and by how many games? Because this could go like either way.
0: This is tough because after watching the game like Minnesota had in this one and really watch Memphis really shut them down early and get onto an early lead, the second half, they're already up by 11 points. So, not the second half, but at halftime, they're already up by 11 points. They, they asserted their dominance early on. And I feel like it's a key thing to do against a, a Minnesota Timberwolves like this, especially when you're a young Memphis Grizzlies team. You cannot go head-to-head against, I mean, I guess Minnesota's young too, but they got guys like Patrick Beverley who can pretty much make up, for the, make up for the veteran loss that, they, that the young players have. But um, I think as a young team in Memphis, you need to start out hot and get that nice early lead. Like They did. they had 11, 11 points going into halftime because now they have something to sit back on. If they make a couple mistakes, they still have five points or they still have a six-point lead. And then they take it up from there. So as a young team in Minnesota, not as a young team in Memphis, I think they need a solid lead. They need to come out hot. And by halftime, they need to be at least up by double figures because they really pay dividends. But to answer your question, uh, first game I had Minnesota. <laughs> Second game I had Memphis. I think Memphis is going to win the series. I think Minnesota, and I feel like it's been like this all season, and I pointed out one guy on it, D'Angelo Russell. I feel like he's too inconsistent, and uh, I feel like the inconsistency is going to get them here. Like Carl Anthony only had 15. D'Lo had 11. Anthony Edwards had a, had a best game out of all three of those guys. He had 20 points. So I think Minnesota is going to be not as inconsistent, which is going to make Memphis go over the top a little bit. So I got Memphis taking it.
1: I respect that. I respect it, but in how many games though is the question? How many? Uh, six. Memphis in six? No, no, bro. If it's if Memphis is taking this, I'm going. To, this is gonna be a seven game series. I'm gonna say. It. I'm gonna say it right now. It's gonna be a seven game series unless the biggest game right now is going to be the third game, right? Um, going in, going into. I do they play tonight? Yeah, they one of the teams that play tonight. Uh.
0: I th- yes, they are. Think... That's yes, yeah. They they're
1: literally in a minute. It's literally in a minute about <laughs> play. This game is is going to be a very big game because if Memphis wins this game, um, I don't know. I just feel as if Memphis can go ahead and take and walk into Minnesota and take two at that point. You yeah. know what I mean? But Minnesota is going to be loud. I think Minnesota needs to win this game um, just to get the tone right and then Next game, it's kind of like I guess you could say, in a sense, acceptable because like they can go back and forth, but it's gonna be tough, right? And it's kind of giving. T- I don't really know. I honestly don't know what's gonna happen, to be honest. But um, Timberwolves in five, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> what's it called? I'm- but
1: did- we got home some audio messages. Do you mind if I play them really quick? Let's do it. All right. So the first one is from Kasan Laventure. Is this new? Is this a new guy? It's a newcomer.
0: I uh, know. I think he's been here before. What happened? I think he's been here before.
1: All right. Well, either way, what's up, Kasan, man? I uh, appreciate you popping out, and um, thank you for thank you for coming to support us, man. Here's your argument. yes, sir. Here we go.
2: I disagree. I think the Raptors aren't as deep as people think. I kind of I originally had picked the Raptors in five, but I think that was Ooh. just the emotional wave of. When I looked at the Raptors roster and thinking they had the size to guard the Sixers. But in reality, they don't have anybody on that roster that can stop Embiid. James Harden is being the facilitator. Maxi is playing out his mind. My question to you guys is, what do you guys think about this Philly-Miami series that's going to have it? Because Miami is a great defensive team, and I think they could beat Philadelphia. David, do you, want uh, to- do you want me to
1: take it? Yeah, I'll take,
0: I'll take it real quick. Right. Uh shout-out to Casey, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for that question. And um, I, I feel like this is going to be the toughest matchup for Philadelphia. Obviously, they have to go to the con- conference finals, whoever they're going to verse there. It could be the Bucs. could be the Bulls. could be any team over there, Celtics. And that could be a tough one as well. But I think this is going to be the toughest, if they advance Philadelphia, I think it's going to be the toughest matchup for them just because the Heat, the Heat are the best defensive team in the Eastern Conference. They are the best defensive team in the NBA as of right now in the playoffs. They have – and if Jimmy Butler puts up 45 points, I mean, I haven't seen Jimmy Butler hit a three-pointer in a long time, and he hit four of those in the – I believe it was last night, so – or <laughs> two nights ago. So it's, it's, it's scary, that team. Miami's scary in the sense that even if they're not having a good shooting night as a team offensively, they can still shut you down for defense. So, like, you're going to be scrapping for some points. So that's going to be like a fighting battle over there. But I think it would be an interesting matchup. Like you said, Bam out of bio on Joel Embiid. That's going to be really interesting. If Bam is up for the ta- task and Joel Embiid, can he overcome that that force and Bam out of bio? We got um, point guard. You got Kyle Lowry going up against possibly James Harden or maybe Tyrese Maxey, who if he goes up against Tyrese Maxey, I think he's he, that, he has that matchup. And then you have um, Jimmy Butler possibly going on Ben Simmons. Not Ben Simmons. Oh my gosh, Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> He's not there. Not not Ben Simmons. Uh, Jimmy Butler possibly going on James Harden. I mean, if Jimmy Butler is best two two way player in the NBA, he can definitely stop James Harden if James Harden doesn't get hot. So, in terms of matchup, I feel like there's always a defensive guy for each player. And in terms of superstars like Philadelphia, they have like Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, Joel Embiid, uh, James Harden. I feel like just every single person has a matchup for them. P.J. Tucker on Tobias Harris. Um, Bam Adebayo for Joel Embiid. Um, Kyle Lowry for Tyrese. Um, you got Jimmy Butler for Harden. So it's going to be very tough for them to get get going offensively. But if they do and they still get to manage that, oh, GGs. But I don't think so. I think Miami has that.
3: You know,
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it like this, right? Because David kind of hit, like, most of the things. Like, he kind of hit, like, the nail on the head for most of the things. It's either going to be... A seven game series, and it's either gonna be Philly or Miami, one of the two, right? Or it's gonna be four or five games Miami. You really? it, it's gonna be quick, or it's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long series, and it can go fifty fifty. I don't see any situation though where Philly has the upper hand like that. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, cause. Unless James Harding becomes the James Harding that um, with his first year in Brooklyn, it's just – it's not it's, it's not going to be there for them. I just don't see it happening. And the reason I say that is because you're going to have Joel, Embi- Joel Embiid, who I believe is going to have – still going to have good games, but the Heat are going to give him a problem every single night. And those games in Miami are going to be so frustrating for Joel Embiid, right? Um, but the Heat are just – the Heat are just – so well organized and they're also super le- super well coached you know so they have literally all the tools to win a championship you know um now it's kind of weird me saying that cuz i i i will admit i was i was one of those people that said that i don't think the heat are going to be able to make it to like the conference finals possibly it depends on their their their, their um their path i still don't think the heat are going to make the finals i think there's going to be a team i think they are going to fold under one of these teams whatever team that they see Right. In the Congress finals, But still. Right. I'm going to stick to that because I said in, in like way, way before playoffs start. But um, either way, when it comes to this series, um, I think Jimmy Butler's just they're going to put Jimmy Butler either on James Harden or Tyrese Maxey, depending on who whoever has the hot hand that night. You're going to give it to Jimmy and Jimmy's going to clamp either one of them. That's just how I feel. James Harden has not been the same. Right. And I don't know what it is, but James Harden just isn't the same player that we've seen in the past years. Right, Tyrese. All due respect, he's a great player. But when it comes to Jimmy Butler, and you come to, it goes down to experience level and all that stuff. You put all everything into consideration. Jimmy Butler is going to clamp Tyrese Maxey. So whoever's the hot hand is going to get clamped. And honestly, I think Kyle Lowry can somewhat hold his own um, when it comes to defensively, obviously. But then you also have P.J. Tucker. They just have way too many defensive atse- assets, and obviously off the bench when you have Tyler Hero come on, it's like, I mean, they're, they're going to have Matisse to guard him, but at the same time, it's 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 too, I feel like it's just too much for Philly. That's how I feel. I feel like it's just too overwhelming, too much. It's either going to be a quick series for the Miami Heat, or it's going to be a long series and it's going to be 50-50. And
0: there you go. I think I think that's a pretty good observation. I think it's going to go to seven. I think they're all going to go like tit for tat, but um, we'll see what happens. But, Shout out to Casey, man. Thank you for that that question. And uh, next one's for Mr. Motivation, so let's play it. Let's Shout out Mr. Motivations.
4: Yo, Eric Hines, D-Rod09. It's What's your up? boy. It's Mr. Motivation in the What's building. Up, How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Happy Thursday. What's good What's with sure? it, guys? Yo, I'm about to blow up the comment section. I got a lot of stuff <laughs> I want to talk about.
3: Let's First and
4: foremost... God. Man, what happened to the Nets, bro? Oh my God! What happened to the Nets, bro? The Nets Stop. looking like the Knicks, giving up leads. Oh my! Uh, God. I got a whole breakdown I want to give on Kyrie, 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 and KD. Um, shout out to Golden State, man. Golden State looking like the only real dominant team in the first round. Like it seemed like every team is struggling, except for Golden State. Shout out to PTSD, man. Y'all already know what time it is. Um, yeah, so what, what is up? What's up with, with the Nets, man? We wait, talking about them yet?
0: Stop. Wait, wait, stop. Stop. Wait, wait, wait. David, 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 David. Let
1: me just – I want to cover, like, a couple things that he said really quick. First of all, shout to you, Miss Motivations. You know we love you around here. Um, secondly, I'm not jacking Golden State like that, okay? I understand they're they looking dominant. Guys, I, I refuse. I've watched one of those games – it's just Jokic and friends. I will constantly continue to to um, to show or to what's the word I'm looking for um, acknowledge that or show that, right? In other words, Jokic has nobody to help him. I'm sorry. And when you have someone like Draymond on you on you is Draymond's doing an amazing job on Jokic. Jokic is still putting up great numbers, but Draymond's doing an amazing job on him, right? And he's slowing him down just enough to the point where the Warriors can just destroy them. It's not to, to me the Warriors should be doing this. This is what I expected the Warriors to do. Uh, did I expect the Nuggets to possibly get one game? Maybe, but they just don't have enough. They need Jamal Murray at least to
0: possibly. They'll get, get a game, huh? They'll get a game tonight.
1: I I don't I don't know, bro. I'm just saying, like uh, they need a nice little home game, whereas whereas Will Barton goes crazy and. <laughs> And Morris goes nuts. Aaron Gordon plays well. You know, like there's, there's so many things that they need to happen, and you have to hope that someone else is able to at least give you 20 points, with with efficient numbers, Jokic is the only player out there that can give you efficient numbers and at least 20 plus points. No one else, unless you want Monte Morris to drop you. Well, it's not Monte Morris, is it? I I, keep, I get them confused. Is it Monte Harris or Monte Morris? Which one is it? Monte
0: Morris. Monte it, Morris.
1: It is Monte Morris. Um, what's it called? Um, Monte Morris. You're expecting him to drop twenty plus points. The thing is, he's shooting thirty three percent while doing it, so it's not efficient at all. It's just it's just twenty points. But by that point, the Warriors all half their bench has twenty points or fifty <laughs> with with forty percent shooting. It's it's so ridiculous, like. Jokic just there's no way there's no way they win this series unless Lok Yokish becomes some type of NBA guru and and does a madness and drops 50 piece chicken nuggets with triple doubles. That's the only way. That's the only way. Cause these guys, I'm sorry, and no disrespect to the Nuggets. They're good, they have good role players. Aaron Gordon, Will Bar, these people I'm listening, they're no scrubs. They're great players in the NBA. There's a the reason they are they are in the NBA. Um for this long as well. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to the Warriors, you got oh my Steph Curry came off the bench and dropped 34. You know what I mean? And obviously that's not a normal thing. But overall, Steph Steph came off the bench, dropped 34. Clay Thompson's playing amazing. He could play. He's a two way. He's a two way. Like he could score and he can also play play good defense. Draymond Green, we already know what he's about. Jordan Poole, 59 points in his first ever two playoff games. What the heck? Like like. It was, like, Wilt Chamberlain numbers at that point. Like, these guys are, are, are stunts, bro. These guys are so good to the point where they can have Jonathan Kaminga come off and play garbage minutes. Think about that. <laughs> like, we haven't really seen what Jonathan Kaminga can really do in this league because of the fact that the Warriors are just too 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 good. Right? So to to me i i wouldn't say the warriors are one, the only dominant team you got to look at the heat as well what the philadelphia 76 sixers are doing right the celtics i i mean i i have to admit we're we're they're, they're looking pretty good cuz they versus my nets but you know that that's so painful to say But regardless um i wouldn't say they're the only dominant team but ah uh, I, I've said I've said so much already, David. You could take the Nets part of that of that argument, man. What's going on with the
0: Nets? You got you got that. Uh, so first off, I want to agree with you on the Warriors thing. I feel like the Warriors, I do give the Warriors credit. Obviously, going up, what was it? Two, yes, two zero right now. Two zero, yeah. But also, also, you won those games at home. Obviously, you're kind of expected to win those games at home, especially against the Nuggets team that Jokic is the only one dropping forty points, and everyone else is dropping like two points each. I mean, that's exaggerated, obviously. But, like, I think at home, hopefully the Nuggets, Will Barton steps up, Aaron Gordon steps up, because they desperately need it. But, um, Chats of the Warriors are doing great, but nothing really to put up on a pedestal that, like, oh my gosh, the Warriors are doing amazing. They're versing what Eric likes to call Jokic and friends. So, um... <laughs> yeah, it is. But, uh To go off of uh, my beloved Brooklyn Nets game, I don't even want to get into it, but... We obviously have, because there's a game on it, but uh, oh, my gosh. I'm going to be honest with you, Mr. Motivations. I agree with you. The Brooklyn Nets looked like the New York Knicks. The Brooklyn no. Nets looked like the New York Knicks. As much as it hates for me to say this, and I'm a New York Knicks fan. I'm also a Brooklyn Nets fan. Uh, as wa- as, a, as a fan who watches both teams, I can attest to the fact that the Brooklyn Nets played like the New York Knicks in terms of the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. like I'll get into the stat of this, this, the fourth quarter. I believe they only had... They had what eight points, eight ten points in the fourth quarter. Absolutely, they had um, I'm sorry, seventeen points in the fourth quarter while Brooklyn while Boston scored twenty nine. So, oh my gosh, absolutely horrendous, horrendous numbers by by Brooklyn. That's not that's one of the reasons. If you watch New York Knicks game, the New York Knicks are obviously lose the fourth quarter by double di- double digits, like almost every single time. And this is what the Brooklyn Nets did, but that's also caused by Turnovers, Like, sure, the Celtics' defense is swarming, but Kevin Durant was making sloppy turnovers, and they were just driving off of it. Fast break points, all that other stuff combined. So points off of turnovers, Boston had 19 points off of the turnovers. So those add up from time to time. So it stinks. It really does. But um, Boston, you're looking good right now in Brooklyn. Wake up. Wake up, Kevin Durant has twelve combined turnovers in two games, six each.
1: David, can I just tell you something really quick? I, this has nothing to do with yeah. what we're talking about, but um, currently the Minnesota Timberwolves are up fourteen to three. Wow! And is eight minutes left in the first the game. Obviously, just started, but fourteen to three. Yeah, Patrick wow. Beverly is three for four and it has eight points. Wow. That, I, all I'm going to say is if they start off the game and Patrick Beverly is the one that's going crazy from, from jump, then it's an issue. It's a problem. It's a serious mm-hmm. problem. Because that means Cat is not going crazy yet. If the Evers is not going crazy yet, you know what I mean? There's a lot left. But I, I just saw that stat and I had to say it really quick because I thought it was
0: funny. No, I mean, Pat Beverly scored more points in the in first five minutes than he did all last game. So that's a good start. <laughs> oh, my God. But... <laughs> Hey man. Uh, our next yeah go ahead uh, our next audio message is from Kason, man shout out to you
2: let's do it man y'all talented as hell man definitely tune
3: it into the show thank, thank y'all you. great would we'll love to have y'all as guests on my podcast
0: man definitely man thank you definitely. Bro. we appreciate it thanks yeah. man just hit us up and we'll, we'll
1: see if we can get it organized man
0: yeah if you don't follow us on instagram it is official underscore de underscore takeover it's official underscore D E underscore takeover. So you can hit us DM us on there. We'll respond. So that's the best way to get in contact with us. There's other ways, but that's probably like the yeah, probably the best way. Mm-hmm. But appreciate you. But um But our next three our next four are from Mr. Motivation, so let's hear what he's gotta say.
4: Oh, and look, when I say let me preface this by saying this like I don't have no problem with like in your religion or what your belief is, but As an NBA basketball player and you're not drinking, eating, or doing nothing for 13 to 12 plus hours a day, that at some point is going to cause a wear and tear on your body. Because, I mean, that's your profession. I mean, I guess people that honor it probably have regular jobs and they probably go through different things. But, you know, how many people are playing at a professional basketball level and honoring Ramadan? I mean, granted, that's your religion, and you're going to do what you do, but that's got to affect your team and your mental. And then, you know, once you can't eat, you go grab a banana. Like, what is that banana mm-hmm. going to do? Get you some high potassium? potassium? But mm-hmm. it's just like, and y- y'all can say that doesn't affect this game or affect this play, but I just feel like at some point it is going to. But um, Kyrie and KD, they don't, they 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 look like shells. Of- I'm going to
0: play the next one, Eric. Uh, let's do this. Yeah.
4: Looking like shells in themselves, man. Like, for real, for real. I just feel like I feel like I'm knives right now, I'm just blowing up the comments. But anyway, <laughs> I feel like they they look like shells in themselves, and I feel like this duo is the most skilled, right? They're the most skilled, but they can get up a lot of points, but they don't have the defense to Never um, to match it. And I also feel like KD lost his clutch, James. Yeah. Eric, don't oh. don't come for me. Don't look at me like. and don't eat me alive. Yeah. But I do feel like he lost his clutch <laughs> no. clutch gene because in those final moments in that fourth quarter, no. he had lots of good looks, lots of open looks, and he just was missing. I mean, I guess you could have an off night. But even then, in that first game, Kyrie had a good look missed. So it was like in the clutch moments, if y'all two the most skilled duo, arguably, then y'all have to show and produce. This, this is a... A testament to them not playing together long enough.
1: Hold up. Hold up. No, no, no. Wait. Wait. Uh, Kate, no. Don't ever, ever say that Katie lost his <laughs> Dude, it's been two games over how long has this made me play basketball for? <laughs> Stop. Okay? Like, my man... I'll admit, the first two games, he just hasn't been the normal KD that we've seen. And you could I honestly will say, be, coming from a KD fan, it, I've never seen KD play like that before in my life. You know what I mean? But at the same time, he is human. That's all it's showing. It's, it's, he's just human. It's fine. It may, Well, it's not fine for us, too, because
0: we need him to win. No, him. it's not. We're down 2-0. Yeah.
1: We, we need him to win. You know what I mean? We need, We need you to play better. But like, as far as it goes, like everyone has those games, and that was one of those games. All right, done. Don't say he lost his clutch, Dean. Cause d- don't say none of that. Cause it's just one game where he's had he's been extremely bad, and it's like, whoa, like oh my gosh, Kevin Durant doing that? No way, you know. So, I, don't do that. Nope, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> that mismotivation. Do not do that to my boy.
0: <laughs> but um, to go back on what he said about the the Ramadan thing with Kyrie Irving. Eating a banana after like sun sunset and all that stuff. There's a lot a lot of athletes that, that do that. I mean, I remember Muhammad Salah. He does that as well. Like he'll play like a game, depending on what time it is and if it's halftime or whatever. And the sun's down, he'll start eating. And I mean, I'm all I'm all for it if that's your religion. And obviously, there's nothing to take against it. But um, I mean, you get you adapt to it. I obviously and obviously fasting is very good for you in terms of health and all that stuff. But that's another time for another podcast <laughs> but um i mean i think it does have an effect in terms of if you didn't get enough nutrients the day before or the night of and you're like just like sluggish that that could do a lot like every have you ever played like have you ever like eric this is a personal question have you ever like exercised and you haven't eaten enough and you feel so sluggish and so weak yes. are you just gonna pass out yes. i feel like that has a lot but th- then again i feel like these athletes, they know what they know what they eat, they know what they're doing, so they have enough nutrients going in the system. I don't think it has anything to do with the gameplay of how Kyrie Irving's playing, but uh, then again, I don't know how he feels, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. There was one time I went, I didn't eat lunch, and I went to go like play soccer with my with my friend, and like mm-hmm. I caught I caught cramps within like the first five minutes of kicking the ball. Not even kidding. <laughs> And I was like, why I, I told my – and my mom, she was like she was like, go eat. She was like, Eat before you go. I was like, nah, I'll be fine. <laughs> what could go wrong? I could barely practice that day. It was so bad. But hey man, one thing I will say, everybody's body is different. You know, everybody react different to different things, you know, reacts differently to, to different things. But overall, um hey, Amen. I'm not I'm not really for for me personally, like I like I'm like Kyrie do Kyrie when it comes to like Ramadan and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. that man dropped thirty nine points last game, I believe. <laughs> so like, no, like last game. Well Three the games, first yeah. it was the first game, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 What, what's it go like? Uh, whatever, bro. You, you you do you if if that's what – if like if that's what, like what you need to do, I respect it. You know what I'm saying? And that's that for me. As long as you Nah, even if he was dropping bad points, you know that's that's like that's like a fine. No,
0: re- religion doesn't have to do anything with sports. You know what I mean?
1: It's different. It, it it's a lot different mm-hmm. when it comes to that. But that's just my that's just my personal opinion overall. Kyrie can do Kyrie when it comes to that. But either way, yep. they gonna win the next game. Nets and six. It's all
3: good.
0: They they better win the next game. But this next one's for Mister Motivations. Let's do it. We talking about. I'm sorry, I done jumped all over you alls show. I'm so sorry, <laughs> no, but I got so much it. on
4: my mind, bro. Yeah, so much it. on say my it. mind. But um, since we talking about Philadelphia, man, they don't look for real. This is a Raptors team that don't even have they uh, star and star rookie and Scotty Barnes, and you going to overtime? Mm. Like you, you have. Joel Embiid, Tyreek Vaxley, James Harden, and you got you got to win it overtime
1: mm.
4: when they don't even have their star rookie. Like this does not make sense.
1: Talk about it.
4: This does not make sense. I'm not impressed with Philly. Philly should have been dominating. Like they came out that first game, they should have been dominating the series, and they're barely squeaking by. That does not make sense to me. James Harden looks like he's aging and and uh-huh. and getting so old right before our eyes he he's definitely not who he was with Houston he's de- uh,
0: I'm playing
4: the next one my cut off he's definitely not who he was with Houston he's definitely not who he was when he was with the Nets I don't know what's going on with James Harden but he hasn't taken care of himself and it's, it's showing keys. and in order to win, like they're stuck with him and it's like I don't want to say it, but I feel like everybody that was on that OKC team is cursed. No. Russell Westbrook, Brick Layer, can't win, can't, can't be a good player to help get to a championship. Um, Kevin Durant only won with the Warriors. I mean, I could have won with the Warriors. Um, and then James Harden just falling apart. I don't know what it is or what it was about that OKC team. But, man, they did not have a good track record <laughs> until they broke up. And they made it to a finals together.
0: Crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. He said you and I could have won with the Warriors.
1: <laughs> ah, no, bro. Um, yeah, Kevin Durant was the best player on that team when they won. Twice. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, d- don't do that. No, 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 no. Like, see, the reason David say that is because he knows if we get into Kevin Durant's conversations, we'll never leave. <laughs> yep. That's exactly why, but um, nah, I, I've that, you made some good points. That's all I'm gonna say. That fat suit that James Harden kept putting on is catching on. Is catching up to him now. That was <laughs> not becoming a fat suit no more. now was becoming the real suit, the normal suit. For I him, mean, right?
0: the Philly cheeses aren't helping.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! I but I do agree, man. I, it's it's scary how also not to mention, like. We talk about it. They're barely squeezing by. And also, there's no one really guarding Joel Embiid. Like we said before, they're undersized when it comes to guarding Joel Embiid. Next series, you are going to have Bam Adebayo, bio, who is, again, technically height-wise undersized. But overall, Bam is a real center. Bam is going to get it done. So that's why – don't be surprised if you see a little Miami in five. That's all I'm going to say.
0: <laughs> Definitely not, but – um. Uh, yeah, it's a little concerning that the only they went to overtime, but obviously, remember they did not have Matisse Steibum. That's so, <laughs> your Scott, they were missing Scotty. Freaking the the
1: <laughs> even, even they miss Scotty, you miss Matisse. Done.
0: There you go. Cancel it out like math class. But <laughs> no, but that is a little concerning. But then again, I, but they did dominate the first two games, so who knows? But uh I'm gonna say Miami. If, my, if they versus Miami, that's going to be an interesting matchup. But let's move on to, we have six audio messages from Knives. So let's keep on going let's through them. Let's do it. Shout out to Knives.
2: Eric Heinz and David, what is good What's with it? y'all? I hope you're having What's a wonderful on? morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on your time zone. I'm pretty sure you're not, though. I'm pretty sure nice. you're not, because uh. you saw what happened yesterday. Oh. You saw what happened yesterday. Hey, uh, I, I believe uh, somebody... Told y'all that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown was gonna outscore Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I mean, y'all said cap, and then and then it happened. Who said that? Who, who, who was the <laughs> one that said that? I don't know. I don't even know why I even brought that up.
0: Yeah, I don't know who said that either. I, I think I was gonna bypass that whole thing. Is my skin,
1: my blood is boiling. Uh, <laughs> they need peace. Oh my god,
0: it's frustrating
1: i'm I'm going to hibernation if they don't, oh my gosh, bro
0: that's I not sh- fair,
1: I swear last time we lost last year, I didn't talk to anybody for a week well my my sports friends specifically, I still talk to my family, but like <laughs> sport, sports wise i ain't I ain't talked to anybody for a week unless the podcast, everything else I was just gone don't
0: don't don't do this to me this year bro no let's just let's just say after watching the game last night, um. I'm scared. Uh, I, was, uh, I was in a, I was in a parking garage, right? And, um, you know, it was concrete. And uh, I saw Brooklyn. Brooklyn was down. And uh, Marcus Smart hit that layup. I was right next to a post. And I hit my, my slam. My, I slapped the post. That's how <laughs> bad it was. I didn't want to punch it because I didn't want to break my hand. So I slapped <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, that post had a comfort. <laughs> it was like, bah! It was like, ah! Oh
1: my god, bro! Ugh. Yeah, whatever, knives. You get your W, take your W. That's right. You... It's
0: only one. It's only one because guess what? Brooklyn's sweeping the next four games, so anything's possible.
1: Knives. All I'm gonna say is tread lightly with whatever you say about Brooklyn, because when if the if the Ravens, I, if the so help me, if the Ravens have a better record than the Jets, the Giants, and the Lions, I will put you in a Winnipeg Jets jersey. So,
0: just just tread lightly. Just tread lightly, my friend. But, um, this next one's for nice.
2: Eric Hines, Eric Hines, we're not going to let your bias show for the next week. (laughs) Yo, when you had that goat of the week, when you had that goat (laughs) of the week, I want to see Jason Tatum name. And it better be in the top five. It better (laughs) be in the top five, son.
0: No, no Boston player is going to be in the top five. Not even the top ten.
1: Bro, I ain't show bias, bro. If you look at my regular <laughs> NBA Go of the Week list, Jason Tatum is legitimately where is he? He's nine on my list. There's no. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm, mm-hmm. all, I'm You know what's going in my head right now? Winnipeg. That's all
0: that's mm-hmm. going in my head right now. That's all. That's <laughs> <going through. laughs> uh, but uh this next one's from nice.
2: So with how demonstratively wrong you are. Right now, at this point in time, I'm going to give you a moment. I'm going to give you an opportunity to back out all I bet. You sure? You sure? You sure you want to put your faith into these Ravens? Because you cause you said <laughs> they was going to be better. And, like, when you <laughs> say stuff, it don't come out like that. Oh. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm giving oh. you an opportunity. Take it or leave it? Hey,
0: hey, hey, hey. hey. It works out when he says the Brooklyn Nets are going to win, because I had to say the same thing. That's crazy. That's crazy. David, <laughs> David. Hey, 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 hey.
1: How am I fraudulent yeah. picks? What's my record?
0: You're 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 two and zero right now.
1: Mm, okay. Now you're not gonna like the next one, but just go along with it. Um, when we when we the first ever prediction game, who got that W? Uh, you did. Okay, and that's not coming after you. Okay, regardless. Um, mm-hmm. w- what's it called? Just 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 a couple of things. I mean, just just a couple of things to 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 back my credibility and <laughs> when I say things and when they happen. <laughs> You know, what I mean? <laughs> just to put yeah. it out. But okay, and no, I'm not backing out. You got the Detroit Lions. Come on, please, come on, keep it going.
0: Yeah, but I got the New York Jets and Giants, so anything's I'm possible. Hooked. And whenever I Jets. and whenever I say it, you know it's gonna happen. Like the Brooklyn Nets are gonna win, all the other Jets. So let's see what happens. This guy, I don't know what well,
1: that will. But.
0: <laughs> that's very unlikely. Let's see what happens. But the next one's from Knives.
2: <laughs> oh, the goal of the week is Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard from the Boston no, Celtics. Oh he scored exactly as many points as Kyrie Irving. <laughs> 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 oh, this is a, you can't make this up.
0: <laughs> it's not funny.
1: I'm in pain. I'm in. So- <laughs> oh, my God. This is sports. Uh, this is terrible. This is terrible. This is exactly why I said it. Bro, if they lose this series, what am I going to do? What am I actually going to do? What am I actually going uh, to do? What are over- you going to
0: do? What am I going to do?
1: Bro, we have to come on here to do the podcast. I'm just going to be silent. I'm just not going to speak. For for two hours, I'm just not going to say anything. Moment of silence. We just got to
0: bypass every Brooklyn Nets question? Oh, my God. Oh, the pain but- of being a sports fan. Yeah, a, a sports fan for a team that right now is in the mud. But um, this next one's from Nice.
2: Hey, motivation. I saw the James Harden shit coming up. I saw that shit coming from a mile away, bro. You sent him to Philly? Like, this man is notorious for showing up out of shape to the beginning of the season. And then you sent them to the home of the cheesesteak? You sent them to <laughs> the home of – you know he out there. He getting him some – he getting a whiz wit, you know, every game, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, bro. That, I mean, he's got his own chef, so let's see what happens. He's probably making cheesecake. Cheesecake. I said cheesecake. Che- uh, cheese steaks.
1: You better, bro. I mean, what's it called? James Harden. He just does what he wants. He's giving me—I don't know. He just—he just—I don't know what's wrong with James. Yeah, I, I think he's you know just, what's
0: wrong with James. What's wrong with him? You want to know what's wrong with him? The fact that. He, since he became, since he came over to Brooklyn, you know how he's always a prolific scorer and all that stuff. He was a scoring champion, all that stuff, MVP. But ever since he came over to Brooklyn, he had to change up his playing style. And ever since that, he's been more evolving into a playmaker and not really more of a scorer. And I feel like since he did that, his shooting numbers have been going down because he's been focusing more on his playmaking. And rightfully so, because he played with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, those two best shooters. He didn't really have to put up great numbers. But I feel like he went too far into the fact that he can't really dig himself out of the shooting slump, if that makes any sense.
1: I I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from on that on that point.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: uh, either way, man, keep us going, bro. Keep us going. All right,
0: this next one's from Knives.
2: Hey right, yo, I got to push back on that whole like OKC team and like them not having a good track record. Your boy Serge Ibaka got him a chip. Your boy Serge Ibaka, <laughs> he went up to the Great White North. He teamed up with Kawhi. And he was like, "Yo, let me get a chip up off you, homie." And, he, and Kawhi was like, "Got you." So, <laughs> that I mean, was a- like, Serge Ibaka has more chips than Russell Westbrook <laughs> and James Harden. Let that sink in for a moment.
0: <laughs> I I don't I, go ahead, David. No, I said you put it in the right situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I don't. I'm not gonna lie to you. That Toronto chip gets me tight every single time that we that anyone like brings it up. I just don't think Toronto like. Respect to them, they're obviously a good team. But like, let's just be real. Clay and Katie got hurt that series, bro. They wasn't even beating them with Clay. Like, Katie could have been out, and the Warriors were still gonna beat the Toronto Raptors. But when Clay got hurt, man,
0: doesn't matter.
1: Wait, what? What? what do you mean, doesn't, doesn't matter? doesn't
0: matter. They're still champions in the book.
1: Yeah, they're still champions in the book with a nice little star next to it in my in my head.
0: No, no, no star, no star, no, no. There's
1: a star the, that... star.
0: the only star is in the Los Angeles 2020 NBA championship, the Mickey Mouse Bowl. It, no, it's not <laughs> he
1: said That's the, the only star. <laughs> he said the Mickey Mouse Bowl. Oh, my gosh. All right, keep it going, bro.
2: But the next two are
0: from Nice, so let's play them.
2: All right, I'm done busting your balls about Brooklyn, man, you know. Hey, it's all love, baby. Don't even worry yeah. about it. But, yeah, uh. I refuse to wear a Winnipeg Jets jersey. I will, I will not do that. You you know this. I don't care if I lose this bet. It will not be a win. I wear a Brooklyn Nets jersey. You put me in a Kyrie jersey, and I can't stand Kyrie. But you put you put a Winnipeg Jets jersey anywhere near me, and I'm gonna wipe my cheeks with it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Listen. All due respect, dog, like, you, you, you signed, you, you shook on him, my man. Do you virtually No, sh-
0: but he did not. What, and what? me included, me included, me included, we did not specifically know what the team, what we were thinking that I was just going to stay in football re- it, uh, regime.
1: It's not my fault that you guys don't make good deals. It's not my fault.
0: What? It, it's it not called? my fault that you don't clarify on the deal.
1: If you don't ask me, why do I have to clarify? That's how... That, that, that's that's, up. that's literally how you get scammed. If you don't read the fine that's... print, that's literally how you get scammed. That's...
0: No one ever reads the fine print, and you know <laughs> that.
1: That's, that's so cap! That's so cap! <laughs> Bro, don't get mad. The only time I really ever w- read fine print is when I have to sign, like, a waiver to go do something, like, like on, like... was it? Like, Sky Zone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to sign oh, a waiver in order to go play. So, like, in other words, if you break your neck, they can't, you can't sue them. That, but like, you don't have to look at the fine print because you know that's what they're asking for. They're not asking for your social social security number, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a different situation. But like, anything okay, else, oh. you gotta read the fine print.
0: <laughs> nah, man.
1: Yo, David's just nervous because he doesn't want to wear a messy jersey and he knows I'll put it in the. Yo, no, you... I, oh my God. Imagine I put you in the Argentina messy jersey. Oh my
0: God. I would actually burn it. No <laughs> joke. You just wasted $115, that my friend.
2: That would be amazing. That
0: would be amazing.
1: God. But, oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. That would be hilarious. Imagine you go, David goes to Portugal, goes to the capital of Portugal, and where's the Argentinian message?
0: No, you'll never hear from me again. That's like that's literally a missing missing persons report right there. Where's David? We don't know. We lost him in Portugal. There's, there's I don't know where he is. So a bunch of Portuguese oh guys God. go around him.
1: Oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious. That's the whole missing part. But like, just in general, like the thought of it.
0: Oh yeah, be hilarious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Not the whole missing part. Not the whole missing part. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, keep it going. That's a good laugh. Had a good laugh. Oh my
0: gosh. Next one's for Nice.
2: Hey, quick story. Quick story. I got a yeah. homie back in Detroit, and mm-hmm. he works with the Detroit Lions on their talent evaluation team. And you ain't hear this from me, but the Lions are in talks with the 49ers for some reason. I'm just saying, Debo, are you sure you want to do this?
0: That would be terrible for Debo. Mm, Debo's coming to the Ravens. I'm sorry. Hate to break it to you guys. And that would be the end of the episode today. Thank you, everyone, for popping out. And Devo is not going to the Ravens, and you know it's it. The best opportunity, the best opportunity for him is in a New York Jets jersey. You know the green always rocks because he's gonna make the green and he's gonna wear the green.
1: Go ahead, Devo. Go ahead and get paid at the Jets. Go ahead, go ahead and get your
0: and you're pay. gonna win. You're gonna win Super Bowls with the Jets because all they need is a number one true wide receiver.
1: And you know what's crazy? That just would never happen because <laughs> it's the Jets. <laughs> it's the Jets. The Jets. You'll the-
0: see,
1: bro. The Jets, no, bro. He's not winning a championship like ever. <laughs> You got the best players. The only person that could save you is like Tom Brady or
0: something. And then bro, he just won't win a championship. It's just that simple. It's the job. I don't know. I'm calling bluff right there. <laughs> um, but n- next one's from Nice.
2: Don't get me wrong about the whole uh like Raptors championship. If Clay plays, the Raptors lose in six. If See? Kevin and Clay play, they get swept. Right for <laughs> But it happened, and we got we to gotta deal with that. Like That's true. You know, the next year, you know, LeBron got a fraudulent trip, and it still fuck with me mm-hmm. to this day. But, you know, it ain't good or bad. <laughs> it. it just is.
0: Yeah, it's just literally sports' injuries happen. And I think we just got to – I mean, we do acknowledge it, but I don't really know if you can put an asterisk next to it because of an injury. That's just a part of the sport sometimes. But um, I, I, hold on. I'm just going to bypass on that last message that i sent and he has a friend from Detroit Lions that's on the talent evaluation team. Hold on, can we just reflect on that? We totally bypassed that.
1: Um, you know, it's crazy because, like, he hasn't evaluated my talent, so I'm a little bit confused. He's a, he's a, he said he evaluated talent, but why is he not evaluating mine? That's what I'm confused about. Why aren't the Lions yet. What's going on? I don't
0: even know if we're on the radar.
1: Thanks, bro. Nice. let him know that you got two guys right here that are quality – quality football players. We might not look it, but trust me. We we just we just need a nice $500 million deal. That's all you need. <laughs> hey,
0: all I'm going to say is, is when's the last time you've seen a 5'9 white man jump have a 40-inch vertical? That's all I'm going to say. Ex- exactly. Exactly. And then that, that, that's instant <laughs> 20 mil a year.
1: Instant 20 a year. <laughs> instant, bro. 5'9 white man jumping. Done. 40-inch vertical. <laughs> I, I'm trying to I'm, I'm
0: telling you, sign right here. Dive line. <laughs> Definitely, but um, the next one's for knives.
2: Eric, air Ericons, I'm not going to let you do this. I'm not going to let you do this talking about we make bad deals. See? I, in See? great detail, like, I orientated this to you that there was no possible way that a yep. Winnipeg's Jets jersey was going to touch my body. Right? Yep. I got a better chance of Rihanna touching my body than a Winnipeg's <laughs> Jets jersey touching my body. And you knew that. And you knew that. I told you multiple times. And you still yep. brought it yep. back to Winnipeg. You you yep. knew that was off the table, but you did it anyway. You,
1: you know what's yep. crazy? Shame. You know what's Shame. crazy? Shame. Yep.
2: You know what's Shame.
0: Crazy? Wait, 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 wait. Shame. You know what's crazy,
1: guys? He said all this after he agreed to the deal. Oh,
0: my mm, God. No, that no, wild no. No, sir.
1: How he says all no. this stuff after he agreed to the deal. All hey, this man. stuff does not matter anymore, buddy. <laughs> <It does.
0: laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. All I'm going to say <laughs> is that you know that me and Knives do not like these certain types of people in terms of teams. Winnipeg Jets for Knives and me, Lionel Messi. And you're still trying to put it in our faces. No, what kind of friend not, is that?
1: It's not even that I'm trying to. It's gonna happen. Like that. Like you guys can't escape it. I'm sorry. You guys can't. What es- kind of
0: friend is that? Shame. I'm putting I'm agreeing with Naya's shame.
1: Oh my gosh. I'll take the shame then. All right. Cool. Y'all <laughs> still got it. Like you guys can't <laughs> escape it, bro. I'm sorry. You all. Y'all shook on. Y'all shook on it. Y'all agreed on it. And the fact is, after I started putting in all the different details that y'all didn't, y'all didn't want to ask about, then you're like, oh wait a minute, wait a minute, Winnipeg, Messi, oh no! It's like, bro, you can't, you can't. Don't hate the player, hate the game. What am I supposed to do about that? No,
0: I, I'll, I'll hate, I'll hate the player and I'll hate the game. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> this right. next one's from nice
2: Let's do it. You know what? If we really want to do this, we can do this. I will take it there. Whoa. All right. Yes. As soon as the Lions get a better record than the Ravens, you're in a Boston Celtics jersey. You're in a Jason Tatum <laughs> jersey and you wearing uh, that bitch. Uh-huh. You want you want to do this uh, with me? You want to do this <laughs> with me? We can do this.
1: <laughs> oh. You no, know take him gladly.
0: No, but did you Oh, you, you agree. Gladly.
1: That's oh, but did you
0: listen, did you hear? Did you hear the fine print? Oh yeah, I heard it.
1: I already signed. You guys he said, don't think. He said, you guys don't think that when I said Winnipeg and Messi, that I didn't, I can't get the worst thing possible as well.
0: He he now. said, he said, and I, I reiterate, he said when whenever the Detroit Lions get a better record than the Ravens, so if the Ravens lose the first game and Detroit win, they have a better record. Whenever no, so boom,
1: that's not the. Yeah. That was
0: in the lines. You didn't read it between the lines.
1: Look, this man is going to try to finesse me, but I'm the finesse. No shot. Because you know why? (laughs) The agreement is what we agreed on earlier is whoever has the better record at the end of the season. So all that that you're saying, no and void. Sorry, that don't matter. That doesn't matter.
0: All right, you'll see. But this (laughs) next one's from Knives.
2: Eric Hines, Eric Hines, you are lying. You are deceitful. Oh! mischievous and chicanerous and deplorable. Okay, <laughs> I said all this stuff before the deal. This shit is on tape. Like we we have receipts, bro. We can go check this. Don't 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 do this, man. You ain't got a lot of kicking.
1: Guys, guys, I can literally, I we can go back and everyone can go look at the tapes of you saying that how much you hate the Winnipeg Jets we can go back and do it all you the mad times that you come on here we we'll be talking about basketball football you back but the winnipeg jets lost the winnipeg jets aren't going to the playoffs <laughs> we know this trust me we know this but what you didn't say you you what you didn't say was well, well no you did say you never get caught in a winnipeg jets jersey right however when you agreed to my deal you opened that you opened that 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 door for me to put you in a winnipeg jets jersey so i'm not lying i'm just telling you what you agreed to that's all I'm saying. You can't don't hate the to play, I hate the game. I can't help you. And
0: man. I will hate both. And you're being a sneaky Sly Fox right now. You're being Swiper right now. And I <laughs> hate Swiper. I'm,
1: yo, I'm better than Swiper, man. I'm out here. I'm
0: out here. I'm out here. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> but uh, Eric, uh, we got two more audio messages. Do you just want to play them quick and then go on to the next two games that we have? Yeah. Yeah. That was a great book. All right, next one.
2: This is some you see this? Motivation. You see this? Alexa. You see this? Fernando, you see this? <laughs> After we made the deal, he put in a bunch of different <laughs> shit. So we shook oh! on something, <laughs> then he added shit retroactively, yes, yes, which is did. the thing that you don't do in contracts. Yes, exactly. Yo, that, that voids a contract right God. there. If you put yep, some shit in yep. there retroactively, God. I ain't signed up for that. God. I,
0: ain't up for that. God. I ain't signed
2: up for Winnipeg Jazz. And you knew God. that.
0: God. And and nice. Don't, don't see, do nice. it. Okay. Knives, knives, knives. I agree with you 1,000%. Let me break this down for y'all really quick and then we can move on. I'm sorry. Okay. Y'all didn't sign up specifically to say
1: I'm wearing a Winnipeg Jets jersey. I'm wearing a Messi jersey. What y'all did sign up for, though, is if the Ravens have a better record than the Detroit Lions, the, the New York Jets, and the New York Giants by the end of the season, I can put you in whatever jersey I want. That's what y'all signed up for. So it's not specific. I can put you whenever I want to put you in. That's what y'all signed up for. So that means Winnipeg. That means that means Brooklyn. That means Knicks. For David, that means Messi. Ronaldo, if I wanted to. I wouldn't do that because it's it's his favorite player. But like Barcelona, yes. Please the whole that. nine. Hey, I can put you in, I can put you whatever jersey I want at that point. So that's what you guys signed up for. But I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. Anything, y'all can come for me. It's all good. It's all good.
0: You walk a fine, fine line, my friend. (laughs) My friend. But uh, next one's from Knives. Let's move on.
2: David, see, look, you got a point there because I said whenever. And also, he agreed to it right there. Gladly. I'll take it. You were taking a, a completely different deal, sir. That's what happened yes. right there. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. You're stuck in this. All right? If we want to know, and you 0 <laughs> one that Tatum Jersey is on its way. You,
1: you was crazy? Yes, sir. So you you actually stated that you were making a, d- a completely different deal? Because that's not what you re- That's what? not what you said. That's it's still said. a different deal,
0: though. It's still a different deal, though. It was no, different terms, this different man,
1: This man didn't even know what – he wasn't going to say any of the stuff until you mentioned it in his own Eric. deal. He didn't know what was going on. Eric.
0: Eric, I, I think you just got caught red handed. The like, fox got caught. The sneaky fox got caught eating my cookies gosh. and he's going to get slammed <laughs> to the face. He got his hands caught in the cookie jar and luckily I was there and I'm beating him with a bat. That's as simple. Wait. Wait, you said with a bat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you beat up a fox? With your hands?
1: <laughs> Listen, God. You know what? If you guys want to do that, sure. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat, bro. You want to make a whole new deal if the Lions get a, a winning record before the Ravens, which means if they win before the Ravens, whatever, bro. Make the deal whatever you want to be. However you want to finesse it, so you put me in a Jason Tatum jersey. It's all good. We all heard what's going on. We all know what the real deal is. I'm
0: cool. hmm I'm cool. Okay. I'm glad you agreed to those terms. <laughs> but last one's from Knives, and then move on.
2: So, David, the finesser, mm-hmm. Eric Hines is a little bit tight about the fact that (laughs) he didn't read the fine print. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing right now? Like, are we a bizarro world? The
0: preacher preacher did not listen to his own words. Sure.
1: I didn't listen to my own words. Sure.
0: Beautiful. That's all I wanted to hear. made my day right there. (laughs) Whatever whatever (laughs) keeps going, bro, because we got two more games (laughs) to go over. We do. And the next one's from the Brooklyn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next one happened on uh, yesterday, Wednesday, uh, April 20th. And it was the Brooklyn Nets going up against the Boston Celtics, whatever. And Eric said that the Brooklyn Nets are going to win 109 to 103. And the Boston Celtics won 114 to 107. He said Kevin Durant was going to have 30 plus points. And Kevin Durant had 27. Oh, my gosh. Shoot me. <laughs> And he said Jalen Brown is going to have less than 25 points. And Jalen Brown had 22. So you get that right. So you get one out of four in that prediction. brings you up to 153. Currently 159 to 153. But um, let's get into this game real, real, real quick because I don't even want to dwell on this. But um, let's go over Brooklyn side. The leading scorer was, in fact, a guy named Kevin Durant, 27 points. He had five assists, four rebounds, one steal, six turnovers, shooting 24% from the field. Oh, my gosh. I guess he's learning too much from Ben Simmons at this point. <laughs> oh, it's the okay. Ben Simmons syndrome. It's, it's affecting everyone right now. That's the thing. It's affecting everyone. It's the Ben syndrome sy- oh. syndrome. Oh, gosh, that's not good. But he had a terrible game, six turnovers. In the first two playoff games, he has 12 total turnovers, six in each game. Absolutely terrible with the basketball in terms of Turnover ratio, handling, It's efficiency has been down. But um, after that, Bruce Brown had a great game, 23 points, shot 67% from the field, 75% from three, eight rebounds, four assists, one steal, two blocks, only one turnover. Bruce Brown had this game, and we still lost. Bruce Brown needs to continue putting these, this amount of points, and Kyrie Irving needs to step up as well. KD and Kyrie, because Kyrie, Bruce Brown did his job. Then you have Seth Curry with 16. Kyrie Irving only with 10 points, shooting 31% from the field. Disgusting. And he had Gordon Drogic, another one, who stepped up big with 18 points. And they still lost his game because the superstars could not get it done. Usually it's the opposite. Superstars get the job done, but they get really no help from the bench. And at this point, it flipped the script. But move on to the Boston Celtics. And the leading scorer was, in fact, Jalen Brown with 22. He had six assists with three steals. And then after that, Jason Tatum with 19, 10 assists. Al Horford with 16, two uh, two steals, one block. Um, Daniel Tice with 15 points with one steal, uh, off the bench. Grant Williams with 17 points, Peyton Pritchard with 10 points, and Marcus Smart with 12 points. And uh, that's all she wrote for this team. But Eric, we already we already talked a little bit about the Brooklyn Nets and the uh, Boston Celtics, but uh, it just looked like a team effort for for Boston. They they literally had a second wind in terms of like obviously the second half. But they had like a, a second wind of energy burst through them, especially in that fourth quarter. But what's your thoughts on this?
1: They were trash. I'm so angry. I'm so mad. Sorry, that's not mm-hmm. exactly. I'm just mad. What's it called? Um, yeah, this is a this is a hor- horrific l. This is a terrible l. And the reason why is because you kind of touched base on it before, David. Um, Bruce Brown had 23 points. Um, Goran Dragic off the bench has 18 points, and we found a way to lose. Guys, that does not happen every single day, let alone every single game. They they. Bruce is not putting up 20 plus points per game. This is a this is a must-win. This is a must-win. When you when Bruce gives you a game like that, you can't lose. And KD, Kyrie, not one four for 17, 4 for 13. My God, bro. Like they they played. Kyrie played bad. Kyrie played badly. There's no if, ends, or but about it. KD, you know, in his bad game, he still dropped twenty-seven points. But overall, again, like no, bro. It's just such a bad L. This is a really bad L. We needed the W, and we didn't take it. We didn't take advantage of it. Jason Tatum had 19 points. Think about it. It's like, not 30. Like,
0: and you're saying like Kevin Durant on a bad day, you had 27 points, but 18 of those were from the free throw line. He was shooting four for 17, 24% from the field. His efficiency was terrible. He went over 10 in the second half, with most of his turnovers happening in the fourth quarter. This is unacceptable from a guy of this caliber. And to see in back-to-back games means he's getting shut down by the length of the Boston Celtics in terms of Al Horford, Daniel Tice, the length, and even Jason Tatum, the length is getting to him. And uh, it's difficult because they're double-teaming him, and you already know how it goes when there's a superstar on the team. But it's it's frustrating, and you, you have to put better numbers. And we're putting all the focus on KD, but Kyrie Irving as well. Ten points, unacceptable. At this at this at this day and age right now, you're in the playoffs – in a must-win game, you only dropped 10 points. Ah, but then again, I guess it was just one of those games where the the ball was not going in the hoop, no matter how many tri- times you tried to put it in.
1: Yeah, um, completely agree. Simple as that. This is a game, this is a, a really bad L, and we we folded. We literally folded. That's pretty much
0: it. Mm-hmm. We definitely folded. But, Eric, uh, let's go on to my last game, and then I'm going to these audio messages. <laughs> All right, so we'll run through this. We'll run
1: through this game really quick. Let me just go ahead and pull it up. Here it is on Wednesday, April twentieth, four twenty. What's what's it called? Um, <laughs> David had a oh, prediction wow, was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's it called? David had a prediction. Wait, today's Thursday. Whoa! Oh my gosh! I just had a quick moment where I just forgot what we were doing. Forgot that we had a podcast every single Thursday. But uh, what's it called? David had a prediction: uh, the Bucks versus Bulls game, and David had the Bucks winning one eleven to one o nine. And The Chicago Bulls beat the Milwaukee Bucks one fourteen to one ten. So unfortunately, we can't give you a point for the team nor the score. Now you did say Giannis onto the Kumpo. We have 25-plus points, and Giannis gave you 33 points. So we give you a point for that. You said that DeMar DeRozan would have 25-plus points, and DeMar gave you a whopping amount of 41. So we give you a point for that as well. So you come out with two points at the end of the day, and your total improves for the final score for today's episode. It's going to be 161-153, to David. Well, that's pretty much all she wrote there. But um, let's go ahead and go into this game really quick. We'll start off with the Chicago Bulls, man. Um, And DeMar DeRozan, we're looking at the – the what was this? I would say DeMar DeRozan, when he went on that run, David, he was midseason. That was like midseason, right?
0: Would yeah, say. pretty much. So we're yeah. looking
1: at basically the MVP candidate, DeMar DeRozan, in this game, man. 41 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks, 2 turnovers. 60, 16 for 31 shooting um, on, a, on the field goal. David, what's the percentage on that really quick? 16 for
0: 30. Uh, that
1: is 52%. Absolutely insane efficiency from DeMar DeRozan. When DeMar DeRozan is on, he is on, ladies and gentlemen. But um, after that, he was not alone. Man, he had a lot of help. Um, you had help from Nikola Vucevic, 24 points, 13 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, only 2 turnovers, great, a great shooting. You had Zach Levine, 20 points, 3 assists. One rebound, um, one steal, 7 for 13. Good shooting over- from him as well. You know, everyone was contributing. You had Patrick Williams with 10 points. And after that, it um, kind of like drops off. But overall, good performance from the Chicago Bulls. And then you go down to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, who actually had a great game. 33 points, 18 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks, and only 3 turnovers. And he also shot 11 for 20 from the field. Um, great efficiency from Giannis but unfortunately, it wasn't enough to get the job done. Um, there was also a lot of factors in this game as well. But um, also you had Brooke Lopez, um, our former net, our guy, man. Never forget about Brooke Lopez. But um, he had 25 points, five rebounds, and one assist. Um, after that, you had Chris Middleton with only 18 points, eight assists, five rebounds, and two steals. But I believe this is the game that he got hurt at the end, right, David?
0: Mm-hmm. Chris- yep, and crucial time.
1: Crucial, um, crucial time, like David just said. But um, you only had 18 points, and you had Drew Holiday. He only had 15 um, points as well. Um, but that's pretty much all she wrote for the Milwaukee Bucks. But um, just to get over that quickly, I guess you could say, um, David, what is, what is your overall take from this game? Break it down for us really quick.
0: Uh, They're very close going into the three quarters, and obviously Chris Milton sprained his MCL, so he's out for at least two weeks. So that's going to be a big blow for this Milwaukee Bucks team. The, the report just came in, I think, an hour ago. So he's out for at least a minimum two weeks. Uh, That's going to be tough for Milwaukee to go overcome because not only do you add a great scorer and a former All-Star, he's also a great scorer. It's basically what primarily he's known for. And he's a good defender. He had two steals in this game. And uh, now Giannis is going to have to rely going to the basket and he's going to have to rely on shooting from Grayson Allen, Bobby Portis, and Pat Connington more than just relying on Chris Milton, more of a consistent guy in Chris Milton. But it's going to be tougher for Giannis to get that done. I think one of the reasons why the Bulls won is because Chris Middleton got injured uh, so late in the game when they needed him the most. But right now, the whole series is open. Uh, I mean, Drew Holiday didn't have the best game. He had 15 points, but he shot 38% from the field, and he had six turnovers. That's because of Alex Caruso guarding him. Alex Caruso had two steals, two blocks, and 10 assists. He, he was an absolute monster in terms of guarding Drew Holiday. So if they can clamp Drew... And it's just Giannis going up against anyone else. I think they have a great shot because if they separate, if they isolate one superstar in Giannis, and he can't pass it out, no one else can shoot. They got the they got the they got the golden ticket, and I think that's what the Bulls did in this game. And Demar Rosen obviously having a playoff career high forty-one points helps as well. But uh, Demar has to keep up his form. Vucevic has to keep up his form. Zach Levine, big, the mini big three, has to keep on going, and um, they got to... They got to stop. They got to at least slow down Giannis. But if they can't do that, you got to slow down the next best option and Chris Middleton. Not Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday.
1: Yeah, man, you, you, you literally hit everything on the nail on the head. That was a perfect analysis on that game, to be honest with you. There's not Thank much you. more I can say on that. That was literally perfect. Um, I will say this really quick. Nothing, nothing to do with um, the game that we're talking about. But apparently, I don't have the game on. I'm probably going to turn it on now because of what I just heard. But apparently, Anthony Edwards is down grabbing his knee. And yeah, then, he's
0: fine. Ice it.
1: Uh, I'm nervous, David. <laughs> you know, once, once we start talking about the
0: knees. Oh, no. Oh, bro. that's going to be ACL, MCL, LCL. That could be Torminus. It, uh, it could yeah, be anything. literally, like, anything. Is
1: like, forget that point. Your just might fall off. Oh my gosh, bro. Or
0: or or he just bruised it really bad.
1: Let's hope so, but
0: <laughs> oh my God. he's gotta ice it off.
1: Right now right now the Timberwolves are up fifty one to thirty two, so um hopefully hopefully it's not bad. Apparently it's just, Oh gosh. Apparently it's it's not like I don't think it's terrible, but it could be. You know, we don't know what it is at the end of the day.
0: But uh-huh. he's gotta do knees over toes.
1: Ah, for of all, David. Fun of all, the D's over to us. Well, without further ado, man, David, keep us going, man.
0: Yes, and a quick update on the Minnesota Timberwolves game. There's three minutes left in the second, and Minnesota's up 51-34 against Memphis. So, very good lead, and it's devastating to have Anthony Edwards fall down or get hurt as of right now. But let's go into our predictions of next week, Eric, real quick, and then we'll go into these audio messages. But, on uh, uh, tonight's game, Eric has the Minnesota Timberwolves winning 115-109. He's got Carl Anthony Towns with 30-plus points and John Morant with 30-plus points. Um, right now, John Morant has three points, and he's shooting uh, actually five points he just scored. And um, Carl Anthony Towns has six. So um, anything's possible, but those aren't really favorable numbers to you. But the Timberwolves are winning 51-36, so that's good for you. But then on Saturday, you do have the Nets versus Celtics again. And you got the Nets slightly winning 109 to 107 with Kyrie having 25 plus points and three assists plus assists and Jason Tatum with 30 plus points. So see what that happens.
1: Yes, sir. And for David, he has the Bucks versus um, the Bulls game. And he he has the Bulls coming out with a victory going up 2-1. He has the Bulls winning 113 to 111. He has Giannis with 30 plus points and also DeMar with 30 plus points. And then he also has the Warriors versus Nuggets game and – Oh, I did not write down the score for that. Give me one moment, please. Um, he has the the Nuggets winning. I forgot that they picked that upset. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was expecting the words, <laughs> but they, what's it called? He has the Nuggets winning 112 to 108. Um he has Jokic with 25 plus points and five plus rebounds, and he has Jordan Poole with 20 plus points. So tune in next week on
0: Monday's podcast to see if we get those correct, man. But without further ado, let's get into these audio messages with next two coming from knives.
2: I'm done getting on Eric, David, now I gotta get on you. Nah, sucker! Talk about you don't want to dwell on this game, you dwell on it! You 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 <laughs> dwell on this game, this is your domicile! No. This is your home right no. now, alright? I called no. Ikea, I got some furniture on the way for you. You gotta put it together yourself, cause like, I ain't really a handyman like that, you know. You, you <laughs> got that though, but like, you gonna have a whole beautiful home in this game. Dwell on it, son! No. Never dwell on
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. Just no. <laughs> no. I'm not dwelling on losses. I can't. I can't. We gotta move past it. Simple as that, man. But next one's from knives.
2: Yes, Eric. I'm talking shit. That's not an actual deal that we made. That if they one an O and they 0 one, you would be in a Tatum shirt. That's just ridiculous. I would never do that to you. I thought we were friends. I like it. Yeah. You know? like but it. yeah, like I'm telling you, ten and seven, nine and eight, it'll be fine. Yeah, you know, my, my Lions will be 10-7, yes. your Ravens will be 9-8. and 8. I don't yes. think that they're going to beat the Bengals yes. or David. the Browns twice.
0: Yes, and my New York Thank Jets you. are going to be 11-5. and 5. Uh, Oh, so
1: so in other words, he wins, that, he wins that at the end of the day. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, you're like screaming yes, but if he gets a better record than you, he gets to put you in a jersey as well.
0: So it's like, sorry, not 11-5, no.
1: and 11-6, my bad. No, nah, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? No, nah, I know Naves. I know but I, I was just I I had to I had to stop because like I'm a person that like constantly keeps like even if it's a joke I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the joke out all the way, but then we would have never moved never moved on at that point. So I mm-hmm. I had to call it quits, bro. I had to call it quits. But I know I
0: feel you. All I'm gonna say if we're arguing over something that's probably never gonna happen because you know the Ravens are gonna go 0-17. That's and actually- the Lions are going to go. The Lions are going to go 0 17 as well. And the New York Jets and Giants are going to have a Super Bowl together. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. That sounds like complete nonsense. What you guys are saying? Ravens having winning record or Lions having winning record? Jets and Giants Super Bowl. That's more of a reasonable thing. But our next one, our next one's from M. No, 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 no! you know I'm about
1: to just bypass that, guys. Listen, that right there is what. That that's why I say crazy things on this podcast because I'm allowed to because David says that, bro. It's just that simple, bro. But uh, you
0: you can, now you can go on now you can continue. It's not it's not crazy if it happens, but um. Oh this God. next one's from no! no. MK, <laughs> this next one's from MKB Sizzle. So shout out to you and uh, no. welcome, and uh, let's we'll just play. She's not uh, he or she's not in right now. So let's see what happens. These days, I keep my lawn cut. I can see a fake yeah, that ain't
3: got me fucked up. I don't trust a snake yeah, that ain't got me fucked up. <laughs> Opening up my eyes, I can see the truth. If I play to win, I'm going to probably lose. This the life I live, that's the life I
2: chose.
3: Big uh... pun coming through with a couple puns. I'm going to put them like a gun. put a gun. <laughs>
0: I can't breathe. I love this app. It just does stuff like that. It just makes no sense. <laughs> oh, gosh,
1: what just happened? Oh my
2: gosh!
0: Hey, hey, I'm not what? really God. If you had to rape, not rape. If you had to rate his rap skills, would you get? Would you get that? You Don't get that? do
1: that to me, bro. <laughs> If he right, right, me, gotta, I'll put it this way. If he comes back, ten out of ten. If he goes back <laughs> if he follows ten out of ten. I'm going
0: a solid 2.5. Little little no, little, that's little, crazy. little, little screechy on the high notes. Little screechy on the high notes, but
1: You're violating. You're violating no, I,
0: I just I'm like I'm like the I'm like, you know how Nice has like that that friend from Detroit that value his talent? I value talent through singing as well. So I know a few too about the, but you know, the pipe, you know what I mean? <laughs> what?
1: He wasn't singing. He was rapping.
0: Yo, same thing. You're just spitting words out faster than singing.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, keep it going. By the way, Anthony Edwards is okay. So we're good.
0: Oh, so he, 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 he basically psyched everyone. I hate people yeah. who do that. So, <laughs> you hate, ah, so You annoying. hate when they
1: get hurt and then they're like, and then they just they just get up because they're okay. No, yeah,
0: no, no. I hate I hate when they make it a bigger deal than it actually is. Because if you're just like, okay, you're like, ah, ah, like ah, I hurt myself. Like when soccer <laughs> players do that, I'm like, bro, just get up. Like you're sitting on the rest. Of the- if I'm the coach, I'm like Anthony Edwards, you're sitting out for the rest of the day. I'm sorry. No,
1: you're not. You're not, you know, you're not not. doing not.
0: that. Definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. But Anthony, you're right, bro. We'll put some. We'll put some. I'll give, you, I'll give you an ice. I'll give you a massage. I'll give you everything. Go back in the game. That's what I would actually give, say. But
1: It'll give you knees over toes, too, bro, right before you go out there. <laughs> It's not a medicine.
0: It's an exercise. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. But, these next four from Nice. let's play it.
2: Shout out to Eric Hines for having a 420 moment, like, a day late. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, I forgot the podcast that I'm on and doing right now. <laughs> I bro, like I'm I'm not even that. High. And I'm trying.
1: <laughs> Funny thing is, Dives, most people that know me, like, well, not saying that you don't know me, but like I'm saying like people that know me for a while now know like what I don't I don't I don't smoke. And the thing is, like, I'm just naturally like that. Like, there's just times like you just gotta question, like, what is this guy thinking? You you're know just, what I mean? Like, what is this guy doing? You're What's just high talking? on life. You're high uh, on life. Literally. You're high on life. Like, Sometimes it's dangerous because sometimes I just be like, what's going on right now? Like, literally, what just happened? But some some people that know me, like, they wouldn't even be shocked by that. They're like, yeah, that's Eric. That's just Eric being
0: Eric. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, this next one's from Nice.
2: Hey, and hey, here's my 420 moment a day too what's late. Here? Dude, I forgot. I completely forgot that Nikola Vucevic was on the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Because I mean,
0: now he's actually playing like we expected him to do. He's actually dropping 20-plus points and double-doubles like we expect him to do. That's why. We need, they, they, need, they
1: need him to do it at that point because if he doesn't, that team is in the mud. But, yeah.
0: Eric, didn't I say that a couple of weeks ago? I'm like, Nikola Vucevic has been playing very, very bad for the Bulls. That's why they've been dropping so much. And since he's been playing the playoffs, he's been playing really good, and they've been actually winning. You actually said that like I'll give you credit like you said that
1: way earlier before the playoffs like you mm-hmm. caught that thank you you caught that like I don't even remember I I want to say like not mid season but you know when the Bulls start to drop form that's when yeah. you caught it like right away you caught it like right before they started to drop form mm-hmm. if he doesn't play like if he doesn't play well you yeah you said that way earlier
0: so I don't want to I don't want to be conceited, but no nah, no nah, <laughs> be-
1: Nah, nah, talk, talk your stuff, David. He's the oracle. It makes sense. It all, that's why I'm not shocked.
0: It's the, the oracle. It makes sense. It adds up. It adds up. Now I'm just trying to figure out the winning lotto numbers, but obviously that takes a lot of time. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> this next one's from knives.
2: Are y'all seeing this fucking Timberwolves Grizzlies game? Are y'all yeah. seeing this shit right now? What 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 the hell is happening? And and what the fuck is D'Angelo Russell? Can anybody explain this to me? Like, I mean, like, (laughs) like, why? 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 He's so baffling.
1: Don't do that. No, he's very inconsistent.
0: He's very inconsistent. And I feel like that's the problem with that Timberwolves team. I think they need a true playmaking point guard that can also drop you some good points. And and D'Angelo Russell isn't that.
1: Chill, my boy D Lo And I love D
0: Lo. And D-Lo's, I love D Lo.
1: For anyone doesn't for anyone who doesn't know, D Lo for me, like me and David both love D Lo. D Lo for me is like my favorite point guard of all time at that point. Cause like the only, and the reason I say that, I know D Lo is not the best point guard of all time. Okay, but he's my favorite point guard of all time because when I really started getting into basketball, like I was watching basketball, but when I really started to get into it, like stats and like players and everything, D Lo was the point guard for that Brooklyn Nets team. And, like, that was during the era when we were just not good, but we were gritty. You know what I mean? You got you yeah. to go back to, to Jared Dudley. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. But, yeah, D'Lo ice in his veins all the way. Yeah, kind of made me fall in love with the sport even more. So, D'Lo,
0: for sure. Yeah. there you go. But I'm just going to say this real quick. Minnesota, they will not really uh, improve as a team unless they get rid of D'Lo and they add a, uh, either a playmaker or a true point guard in that position that can still drop you 15, 20 points, but give you like high a seven or eight assists a game and have low turnovers because they don't really have that true playmaker facilitator in that. And it also has to be consistent because D'Lo has been on and off to, in terms of this season because they already have Anthony Edwards who can score. Carl Anthony Towns can help off with the pick and roll and also can shoot that three ball. So they got the scorers. They just need the guys to facilitate it.
1: I'm just going to say this much. I'm just too biased to say that, but David's, I'm not. <laughs> Even say that he's right, I can't even say it, but you guys, I'm right. On. But I'll say it I, for you, I'm right. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, don't do that, don't do that. Nah. <laughs> I'll D-Lo, say it for you, I'm they right. D-Lo. They can win with D.Lo, I'm just gonna say that. they can win with D.Lo.
0: Stop, stop lying to yourself, <laughs> but yeah, man. All right, let's keep it going, man. But this last one's from nice. You
2: know who really irks me on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Jared Not Vanderbilt, though. like, he really grinds my gears. It's like, you're Jared <laughs> Vanderbilt from Kentucky. When you know good and damn well, you should be Jared Vanderbilt from Vanderbilt. Like, it, it was right there. It, like, <laughs> I, and I know they recruited you. Like, they had to have. Your name is their school. <laughs>
0: I can't believe that's one of the pet peeves.
1: That's like that's like me and like Kyle Kuzma. Like I don't know why I just don't like Kyle Kuzma. I I just I couldn't tell you why. But
0: his last name isn't named after your school. There's no Kuzma school.
1: That is true. Yeah, he, 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 he should have just went to Vanderbilt. I, no, that makes sense. I feel that. I honestly feel that. But I like Jared Vanderbilt, so I'm not you know. I'm just...
0: <laughs> Definitely, but Jared Vanderbilt. Maybe you got to go back to college for knives. But uh, it, but, this uh... just
1: drop NBA contract and go back to college.
0: Exactly. Just for just for that sole purpose, but Eric, it's that time of the show where we go into our hot take segment, and I believe we did not have any on the Instagram today, and uh, so let's go into the one that you had, and that's it. We'll just do one. Yeah,
1: um, I just want to, you know, you know me. I just want to double check just really quick before,
0: just yeah, definitely, just in case, yeah, yeah, nobody.
1: All All right, so, um, just one quick one. It's the NBA one, the only one I could really think of at the time, um. Hot take, I believe the Pelicans will be a top six team in the West next year. And I'm like, no, in my opinion, like, no bias, because you guys know I'm like very, I'm a big Zion fan and all that stuff. But like, I'm just being honest and being real. I think they'll be a top six team in the, in, um, the West next year.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Go ahead, go ahead. Is, is, is Zion Williamson playing? <laughs> Yes,
1: he has to. If he doesn't,
0: then no. No. He has to. <laughs> oh, Zion, Zion. So, uh,
1: but come play next year, okay? It's fine. He will play next year.
0: I mean, to answer the hot take, so you're saying and your hot take is the Minnesota Tim, not the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Pel- New Orleans Pelicans will be a top six team in the Western Conference next season, yeah. correct? And can I also just to add, like, before you answer,
1: you know, I just want to add more to it. This is this team is somewhat brand new, trying to get together and like really like like form a lot of chemistry. Obviously, with the trade with CJ, they've they haven't had him for a full year and everything yet. But when they this year, they're gonna get eliminated by the Suns, right? And after that, they're gonna have time to gel Zion into their scheme. Um, obviously, they already know how to work him, but also now that you have CJ, you have you have now CJ, and then you also have Brandon Ingram, Joyce Valanciunas is a good center, right? There's so many different assets when it comes to this team, that and also you have people like Herb Jones, Devonte Graham. They they can have depth next year as well. What with the coming back of Zion, and also the acquirement of CJ McCollum. So that is why I think they're gonna have better chemistry next year. They're gonna be more in tune with each other. Um, obviously, having the same coach as well. I think they'll be set next year. Top six team in the West. Look out for it. And,
0: um, you know, usually I make fun of you whenever you mention Zion and all that stuff. You know, you know how it goes. But um, I'm going to probably going to have to agree with you. I'm, I'm going to say that they don't get higher than five. They're probably going to be around five to seven in my opinion. But they have a yeah. lot of potential to be in a top six team. I think that's definitely the case. I think they can get five if they're really, really good altogether. But definitely seven or six. Six, but just for the sake of your, your argument, I'm thinking top. We'll stay at six just for that reason. But um, you really have to break it down. If Zion is healthy and he plays, and this is a lot of ifs in this statement, but if Zion is healthy and dropping 23 points a game like he was in his <laughs> in, in the seasons, that, in the games that he actually played, then I'll be like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he's, this team is going to be a, a top six team, a number six team. Because you've got CJ he has been improving a lot. Brent Ingram. Who's been a young a youngster, but he's been playing really good, especially during this playoff run. You got Jose Alvarado, the undrafted rookie they got out of. That's a great defensive. It gives you energy. You Really a pest. Jonas Valanciunas as well. Herb Jones, Jackson Hayes, Devonte Graham, Trey Murphy the third. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. They got a lot of young players that can put up quality numbers. And like you mentioned, they got a lot of depth because the starting lineup would be CJ, um, Brandon Ingram. Uh, Zion Williamson, uh, Jonas Alanchunas, and possibly Trey Murphy or Herb Jones, whoever wants to slide into that shooting guard position. But that's a solid, and that's a solid lineup. And then off the bench, you got Jose Alvarado, either Herb Jones or Trey Murphy the third, whoever wants to go into that bench spot. Devonte Graham, Larry Nance Jr., and Jackson Hayes. That's a very solid lineup. It's very young. That's my only question: is how can these youngsters really perform? But if they can all figure it out, and at the same time. I wouldn't be surprised because they were playing really good basketball towards the end of the season. But uh, hopefully Zion, the whole situation doesn't really ruin their scheme that they have going.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, I I just – it all depends. All I'm going to say is Zion, when he did play, was the most efficient player in the league, right? We all know that for a fact. I'm not trying to, like, be like, oh, Zion's him, all that stuff. I'm being real, right? When Zion was playing, he was the most efficient player in the league, right? I just don't see – they have every. They have a vet. They have. They have. Well, they have some veteran ship, right? They have young. They have young players that are good. They have it all at that point. They have great. They have a good team that's capable of doing a little bit of damage in the NBA next year. So that's that's why I say that, though. But we'll see what happens. You got at the end of the day it comes down to having a good coach as well. You know, I'm not going to cap to you guys. I'm not gonna lie, I don't even know who the head coach for the Pelicans is right now. So I have to look it up actually. Who is the head coach for the Pelicans? Let's find out. I,
0: he's he's in my head right now. I, I I know the name if I hear it. Uh, I'll let you go know in point three seconds. Hold up, hold up. Willie Green. I'm holding. Willie Green. Yes.
1: Yeah. So it all depends. He's also gonna be a play a big factor in my in my hot take right there as well. You know what I mean? He has to be definitely able to, be to, to organize them as well and put them all like in the right places. So. But he's in a good place. Everyone's in a good place.
0: But, yeah. Could they be a potential Grizzlies team and bump up to the second spot like Grizzlies done this year? Who knows?
1: It's possible, but I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to go. Mm-hmm. With the way Zion has been acting for me, nah, I'm not doing that.
0: We, we just got to see Zion actually put on some shoes and play a game. Yeah. First. But, uh, Eric, we do have five audio messages. That was the end of our hot take segment. Obviously, we go a little more in-depth, but today, time, and we got one more segment left. Uh, Let's do our audio messages. We got five right now, and we'll go on to our last segment, Big Deal, Not a Big Deal, but the next one's from Knives.
2: Hotter take. The New Orleans Pelicans trade Zion Williamson. Uh, Get him to the Knicks or whatever. Yes. And then they end up a top four seed. How so? How so?
0: I
1: just I, the reason I the reason I like gas was because if Zion ends up on the Knicks, I'm just gonna be so sad. I'm just gonna be so sad because I want like I don't even have a Zion's Pelicans jersey yet. And the first Zion's jersey I have a Duke Zion jersey, but like if the first Zion jersey that I have to get is gonna be a Knicks jersey, I'm gonna cry. I'm just gonna cry.
0: Yeah, gonna cry. it's gonna have to be.
1: No, but also I just don't see. If the Pelicans trade away Zion to the Knicks, I don't see anyone that they can obtain from the Knicks to make them a top four seed. Unless you like yeah, what you get, I, I agree. And he starts; he ends up starting now, and it maybe gets a bigger role. He's capable, but don't tell me Julius Randle, bro. Stop. They get worse, so I don't see how they become a better team. But I can see them trading Zion, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been the narrative, especially him surrounding the Pelicans organization and all that stuff. But hopefully the addition of CJ and how they've been playing it and making the playoffs hopefully, maybe changes his mind. But hopefully he goes to the New York Knicks because he's got RJ, he's got Cam Register, his old teammates, and uh, that would be beautiful in Madison Square Garden. I'm, not, I'm all for that. Yeah, man. But this next one's from Nice.
2: Hot take. Mike Chandler. Taps out Tony Ferguson in round two.
0: No.
2: UFC 274.
0: No. What do you think, uh, David? No. Oh. I wouldn't say taps out. I would say knocks out. No. Not in round two, bro. That fight's going oh, to this. Oh, yeah. I'm saying the no, fight's going No, it's not.
1: To-
0: yes, it is. Tony, Tony Ferguson, he's got crazier, and he's just... He's just, he's losing his mind. And, and literally <laughs> and figuratively, he's just, he's getting older. He's losing, he's literally like crazy and he's just not as good as he used to. And you're seeing, he's 38 years old. He's getting, like I said, he's getting older. And you, it's a shame seeing these top fighters go down because of their age. But Tony Ferguson's is going to be another Jorge Masvidal or vice versa. Where the thing is, he was good at one point. Like he was, he was literally a UFC lightweight champion. But now their prime has been passed, and now you got guys passing him up. And I think Michael Chandler is – he's one of my favorite guys in terms of, in that division. And I think he would definitely beat him, not by not by tap out in the second round, but I think by possibly knockout. But that fight's not going the distance, and I think he's going to knock him out. Michael Chandler, he's going to knock him out.
1: I respect it, but I'm going to say it goes the distance, man. i say it goes the distance.
0: Mm, I mean – See what happens, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, but I like the hot take, nice. Thank you, yes, sir. But last one from nice,
2: last hot take. Okay. Donald Sarone retires after his next match. Cowboy out. Mm.
0: I think so. I think so it things to say because, like you said, Donald Cerrone is one of those guys that, in his prime, he was a beast. He, uh, he was a professional kickboxer. His nickname is the cowboy, guy, the cowboy fighter. Uh, Donald Cowboy Cerrone, he's literally a beast. A beast. He's 39 years old now, and you just see him just another guy that just slowly, he was great in his prime and just slowly going out little by little in terms of fights. He fought Conor McGregor that one time and he got he got destroyed by Conor McGregor in that comeback fight for for Conor. But uh, yeah, I th- I think I think he I think he's done. I think cause I think he lost the last 3 or 2 fights. I don't know the exact thing, but he's been losing consistently the last 3 or 2 fights and you can tell he's not the same in terms of endurance, in terms of power, and these younger guys are just beating up on him and it's a shame because <coughs> It's like, it's like don't beat up on the old man because that, like, that guy used to be, that, guy used to be that, that man that everyone was excited for selling out pay-per-views and all stuff. And it's just weird as be like he just got knocked out by like a 23-year-old guy that does not even in the, like, not even known that well in the UFC. It's like so weird. It's, so, it's sad. So I think he has to retire and just, just build his retirement from there.
1: Um, I'm going to go ahead and agree as well. I was I was in agreement from what you said to be honest with you. I think um. I I I I don't know if it's the next match, but it's definitely coming very soon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. After a while, yeah. Um, for it's sad, but like it's true. You know, after a while, no time. Time waits for no man. You know what I'm saying? And yeah.
0: That's that's the, yep.
1: That's at the end of the day. That's what it is. So, that's what I'll say about that.
0: Yep, and uh, it says Donald Cerrone – I just found the stat that backed up my claim. It says Don Cerrone is officially 0-5 in his last six fights. Yeah. So, yeah. You got to yeah.
1: call it. You got to call it. Yeah. That's why you're just getting Some people
0: just lo- Some people just love to do it just for because the, they have that passion, and I don't blame them for it, but you're just getting, free, you're just getting beat up for free at you that point. Not for up. free. You're getting paid. But –
1: like, it's one thing to love it, but, like, the UFC is different, bro. You're, just getting, you're literally just getting slapped at that point. Like, you're getting beat on. Basketball's a little <laughs> different. Sports like soccer and stuff, like, you're not just getting beat on. You know what I mean? At least you're trying and stuff. That one, you're getting hurt for what? Call it, man.
0: Yeah. But uh, this next one, and also, fun fact, do you know Don Cerrone does, like, insane, like, uh, insane, like, wild adventure stuff? Like, he does cave diving. If anyone doesn't know that, he does like, he brings like an aqua, he does like, it's like scuba diving, but you're going into a cave. So it's like, it's pitch black dark. You can't see anything. And yeah, he does insane stuff like that.
1: So he's a freak. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let me stop. He's he's
0: he's an adrenaline junkie, if you want to say that.
1: Ah, okay. Okay. That's wild though.
0: Yeah. But uh, this next one's from Alligator. These next two are from Alligator Walk. Shout out to you, man. Do it. What's up, Alligator? Oh, shit.
3: Damn, I tuned in. Ladies, for a, hey, my fault. You know, I tuned in uh-huh. early. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, yo, yeah. We got to talk about this, you know, playoff run. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like, this shit crazy, bro. My Warriors. See, it's got to the point where I kind of want the Nuggets to snag one game. Even though I'm a Warriors fan, <laughs> I want my Warriors to win. I kind of want them to snag one game. Cause I feel so bad for Yoke. He nope. deserves the MVP, bro. <laughs> to me, yeah. he do. You know what i'm saying yep. it just this team is a trash can. you know and they shit Fuck. man kd down 2-0 to the celtics i i don't bro like like this shit crazy bro like the knicks on some other on some whole other shit right now bro yeah, the man. celtics ain't got their rim protecting Robert william they still like clamping kd up that's crazy and like shout out to Jalen Brunson, trey young been ice trey Lately, you know, terrible. Yeah,
0: man. Shit. Yeah, literalized, <laughs> bro. All,
1: all I can say is, um, all I can say about the Nuggets, it's just not fair. Nugget, Nuggets, yeah. bro. I've been saying, David, how long have I been saying Jokic like just having no help? You already know about the MVP, uh, ever since,
0: like, ever since like probably midway through the ha- first half of the season,
1: bro. <laughs> like. This guy has no help whatsoever, and he has them as a six seed. We have to understand these things. That's why Jokic is MVP. Like, oh my gosh, bro. Yeah. But as far as the Nets go, uh, I can't even begin Alligator Walk to explain the frustration
0: mm-hmm. with. Him. But yeah. Yeah, I agree with Alligator Walk in that whole Jokic thing. It, it stinks because people are like, oh, the Warriors are this good. No, the Nuggets are really that bad. <laughs> It just did <laughs> it is. exactly. Cause I'm pretty sure if the if the Warriors versus a healthy Phoenix Suns team, it's a whole different narrative. Or vice versa. You know? Agreed hundred
1: and ten percent, bro. But,
0: but yeah, man. This next one this next one's from Alligator Walk.
3: And shout out shout out to uh Anthony Edwards, man. And the boy nice, man. I know agreed beat the head the other time, but that game one, <laughs> he was nice, bro. He was nice that game yeah. one. Grease is probably going to beat them and fire, though.
0: Yeah, what he had, two back-to-back 30-point games, one in the playing game and the other one in the first round? He's yep. been He's been doing his stuff. He's been, and I, I, like, I like what people have been saying, that this NBA playoffs is basically showing how good the NBA is all around, like in terms of young stars rising to the occasion. Like you got John Morant. You got Anthony Edwards. Like you got Jason Tatum. Even Jalen Brown stepping up to the occasion. You got a lot of youngsters that are really proving their worth in this year's playoffs.
1: Um, what's it called? I I completely agree. With, I completely agree with you, right? Um, the NBA's talent. Remember when we said this? We both agreed on this. It was in like the beginning of the season. We said
0: mm-hmm.
1: we believe that talent-wise, throughout the entire league, the NBA is peaking right now. Like yeah. this is the most talent that we've seen in the NBA ever, from as from yep. all the, you know. So, um, nah, I'm I'm not shocked to see all the teams. Um really just showing out and all these young players. Um but yeah man. Also just to update you right now, it's so sad to me because right now like the Minnesota rules they're like slowly I see them slowly blowing this lead. And I, <laughs> I look at like one of the main guys I'm looking at right now that's like contributing to them blowing the lead is D And it's making me want to hurt like it's just yep. so sad. what did I say? Don't 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 do that, David. I'm don't. sorry.
0: I'm not I'm sorry.
1: He said, what did I say? D Lo man, you just selling, bro. That's all that's all I can
0: say. But um keep us going, David. Alright. The next one's from Mr. Motivation, man. Let's play it. Shout hot to-
4: take. Hot take. I got one. Nice,
0: nice.
4: Jay Wright. Former coach retires from Villanova to become the new head coach of the LA Lakers.
0: No. <laughs> no. Nah. No, you do not want that job. If anyone's in need of a job for the Los Angeles Lakers job, I'm sorry, do not apply. Because they're in some deep stuff involving GM and owner things that they need to figure out themselves before they even need to hire a coach. Yeah,
1: no, it, the Lakers, no. If you're retiring from, from that, you the first thing you want to do is not go to the Lakers. It's just, a, it's just
0: mm-hmm.
1: that they don't know what's going on. It's terrible.
0: Yeah. And also, and also... There's been some previous things where the transfer from college to professionals just doesn't work out. So, I mean, at that point, you got to look at yourself. Even if you wanted a job, and obviously, I'm exaggerating, the Lakers' job would be a great. It would be a great job for anyone who needs a job and wants a job, obviously. But it's not the best situation that they're put in. That's what I'm trying to get at. But, um, I mean, if you wanted to take it, sure, but I think it'd just be a disaster because we've seen a lot of college head coaches who try to go with professionals. Uh, and it just doesn't work out. Most recent one I can think of is Urban Meyer, and we all know what happened <laughs> there. So, so just say he,
1: stole, he fumbled the bag. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I also I also heard Jay Wright. I, I had him for one of my big deal, not a big deals. He spent twenty one years as Villanova's head coach, and he retired, I believe, yesterday or the day before. He has two national championships coming in two thousand sixteen and two thousand eighteen, and he has five Big East titles. So um, he's definitely put a legacy on his name. And he's going to retire champion, two-time champion. But a great, he's done great things for that, that the school and that organization. And now he's retired to become – you ready, Eric? You want to hear this job title? He's becoming a, sp- a special assistant to the university president. So I don't know what a special assistant is. I don't even know if that's a real position. I think they probably made it up just for him to get a job. So a special <laughs> assistant. A special assistant. So he's got an assistant. But he's a special assistant. So what does he get like, like poopery or something? You get flowers. On, <laughs> I don't
1: know. Oh my god! <laughs> he said poopery. <laughs> oh my What's god. so special? He's bad. That was a good one. Oh, that made me laugh. Oh my <laughs> god,
0: man! Oh, <laughs> all right. He was going. But, but this next one's from next year from Nice, So let's play him.
2: Yo, speaking of the Denver Nuggets, you think it's time for them to move off of Jamal Murray? I mean, whenever they really need him, he always injured, like every single time. Like, I mean, he could probably be like at part of that next deal. So, hey, send Jamal Murray to New Orleans. You yeah. know, mm, three. They could, eight. but
0: they already got CJ. Huh? Oh, he meant he meant oh to New York. Oh, part of the deal,
1: like a three-way trade type of vibe. Ah,
0: hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, I mean, that uh, could potentially work, but who would the Nuggets get? That's the only question.
1: I don't know. I don't know how that would work. To be honest, that'd be uh yeah. That that would be it's like. Uh... Does
0: anyone really want Julius Randle? Like, come on, let's be real.
1: Yeah. No. That that'd be. That'd be hard. I don't know. I, I don't know if anyone's willing to take Julius Randle with open arms right now.
0: A team that's to mm-hmm. no, man, I don't think Julius Randle's a good player. I just think he's been too inconsistent for to put a great price on him.
1: Yeah, but um, either way, that that's interesting to think about. But at the same time, uh, I would have to see it happen. I, I can't like make a mock draft in my head for that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, you gotta really look into it, but. Our next, next one's from Knives, so let's play it.
2: I know what you're saying. Oh, well, like, what would Denver get back? What would Denver get back? You know, <laughs> Like, a serviceable point guard from either one of those teams and a bunch of picks. Like, you know, second-round picks, you know, just forever. It, it, it'll work out for everybody. Even a first-round pick thrown in there. Just to sweeten the deal. Uh,
0: but I feel like if they're put in that situation, I feel like we have another... Joel Embiid 76ers uh, situation where we have a great MVP ca- uh, MVP center talent, but um, we have no one really around him. And he's getting older and we really need another number two guy. Like Philadelphia just recently did that with that trade and got James Harden. You know, see how that goes with them. But I feel like if Nuggets do that, if they get trade away Jamal Murray, they're kind of like, all right, Jokic, Jokic is not getting any younger and we got to Either make a blockbuster trade to get him a second piece, yeah. or something like that. But that's—I feel like it would be a similar situation. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. I
1: mean, it's—I'm it, not gonna say no to it, knives. I won't say no to it. I'll leave it at that.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. But the last one's from knives, and let's move on to our big deal, not big deal.
2: Bro, this ain't even a hot take. This is just a thought that I had. Like the next coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Is LeBron James. What? And then he's like, look at me. I'm a player coach, just like Bill Russell was. Watch me go win a championship and then not do it by a lot. What?
0: Just a thought. I mean, he's already a GM. What, does he want to be a coach too?
1: Oh, my gosh. LeBron can do it all. It's LeBron James. That's how I mean, I- He
0: could. I mean, he's already a coach of the field, the court, so.
1: He does everything. It's LeBron, bro. It's just LeBron. But either way, what's going really quick before we move on? The Timberwolves are hot right now, David. They're scorching right now. Anthony Edwards, D'Lo, everyone going crazy. Everyone's going crazy. You know,
0: crazy. I'm mad. I, I'm mad at Anthony Edwards right now. Oh, is because he scared you. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, because he did that. He really scared me and now he's like, get up hard. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You need you need to sit down. (laughs) What's it
2: called?
1: Oh my gosh, it's like a 10-0 run right now. Oh, this is terrible.
2: But it's awesome. But the last one's from knives. You mean he don't have a number two? Bro, like I was just saying Jamal Murray. I said nothing about Michael Porter Jr. Like I mean Michael Porter Jr. is his number two and then just build a solid core. I would Yeah, like it'll work. Like Jamal Murray, like I think he's overstayed his welcome in Denver. That's all I'm saying.
0: <sighs> nice. That's what I'm that's what I'm trying to get at too. That's why I, I didn't even mention Michael Porter Jr. because there's another guy. Another guy. Is he really gonna be the number two for Jokic? I don't think so. And he schemed the contract. <laughs> yeah, no, what's he <laughs> schemed that contract so bad. I said it. Like,
1: some people didn't see it, but then I I said, like, right away, bro. Like, that man did not deserve the money that he got on his contract. I'm sorry. He just didn't. He just didn't. Look, he mm-hmm. got hurt. Like, it's just nothing n- – nothing has come from Michael Porter Jr., in my opinion. It's just injuries. It's more injuries, if anything. You know? So, I don't know why yeah. they gave him such a big deal. I don't understand that one. He's a great player, but it's he's not – so good to the point where it's like oh my gosh gonna be a great player like he's gonna be one of the top five players in the league one day you know
0: what i mean i don't see that i just don't me either and it could be because he's been out a lot but i just don't see it as well but yeah. um eric let's go into our big deal not a big deal segment we do have one audio message but let's go into like one each yeah. and then we'll go into the audio message but so ladies and gentlemen let's move on to our last and final segment of the show called big deal not a big deal and uh we're gonna get right into it. Starting off with Eric, right? Eric, you go off. You go today, right? Go for yes,
1: him. I do, my friend. Yes, I do. So, um, without further ado, I'll get started, man. Um, I just want to start off, start off with some some football, some soccer. Um, big deal, not big deal. Mosa has scored thirty goals in this seat, um, this season, man. So, big deal, not big deal. He had two, and I believe he had two against Man United. So that like gone to thirty.
0: That's a big deal, man. That's a big deal. He's the first one to do so this season, correct? I
1: believe so. Don't quote me on that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. I feel sure. like the only
0: people behind him are Sadio Mane and uh, and Diogo Jota, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. But Well, um,
1: well we're talking about in the season, not just in the Premier League, though. Like, it could be like... Oh, Chris, oh, oh, yeah.
0: oh, oh, oh. My mistakes. I thought you were talking about just season of the pre- uh, Premier. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I... I think it's a big deal. He's definitely put himself for Ballon d'Or. It might be the first time, in my opinion, I, I don't know if this is the first time in history an Egyptian has won Ballon d'Or. Possibly could be. because I can't I th- really recall any other Egyptian winning it. But we could definitely see history rec- uh, on, our, on our silver plate right now with Mohamed Salah. So, big deal. Yeah,
1: man. I think for me, the two top contenders for Ballon d'Or is definitely between Mo Salah and Karim Benzema. I just don't Robert know. Robert Lewandowski. Mm, well, I'm saying like top two for me right now. Not, I'm not. I can't go to three, four, five, all those players. <laughs> uh, there's so many players that are playing well this year, but I just wouldn't yeah. know what to in the four and all that stuff. And like, I'm to yeah. value because the vendors never get valued in the Ballon d'Or votings. So like, that's that annoys me as well. But um, yeah, that's all. That's my big deal. be doing right there.
0: Nice, I like that one. And I got another one. A big deal. I'll be doing the NFL. Debo Samuel has officially requested a trade out of San Francisco. Big deal, not a big deal.
1: Yeah. Um. Wait. You have to fix that one. That one's incorrect, David. You um. Why? You um. It's not that you requested a trade. You requested a trade to the Ravens. Yeah. Fix that. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. Fix that one really quick. Debo Samuel has requested a trade to the Ravens. Big deal, not a big deal. And yes, it's a big deal because I can't wait to have him on my team. You know, as my number one rival receiver with Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson. Ah,
0: it's gonna be great. So so I think great. I think you got I think you got I think you misheard it. I think Debo Samuel to the Jets because that seems no, like the best option in terms of trade value, in terms of salary, uh, cap space, in terms of coaching, everything's there for Debo. Debo, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna make a call to action to you right now to come to the Jets. We got the 49ers staff. We got uh, we got Sala We got Robert uh, Robert Sala as our head coach. 49ers defensive coordinator used to be, oh. We got salary space. We got enough cap room to make give you $25 million a year. We have that. We got a young quarterback in Zach Wilson. We got a good team that can potentially, a good young team that can potentially make noise in this year's playoffs. So all I'm saying, Devo, all I'm saying is that if you come to New York, we're going to treat you nice. You're going to be respected. And uh, we heard you don't want the hybrid role. We don't, we're not going to put you there because we're going to put backs and Brarios there. So you're gonna be our number one guy, and you just gotta catch balls. <laughs> Pause. But you mm-hmm. gotta catch balls, and then just keep on running for yardage and get touchdowns for us, and we will just win a Super Bowl. So how's that sound?
1: Nah, be, Look, watch this. You know, how I said the Ravens, and you said the Jets. Is there's definitely mm-hmm. a loading, a loading um, audio message of knives saying, "This just said Debo Samuel is requesting a trade for the Lions. Lions go Super Bowl." <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. But,
0: um, let's keep going, man. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have so. three audio messages. Yeah, big deal as well. We got three more audio messages. I say we do, like, one or two more big deal and deals each, and then we call it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. well, are we doing but it now we before got the
1: audio messages?
0: Or? No, we'll do the audio messages real quick. Okay, okay. But these next two are from Knives.
2: Right. Yeah, LeBron can do any and everything, except for, like, Win more championships than he loses. Like, I mean, th- that's the thing that he does. Like, bro, I understand the whole, like, Warriors dynasty thing. You know, I'll give you that. Like, e- even before KD got there. But with Way, Bosch, and you, you ain't got no business losing to the Spurs and the Dallas Mavericks. How, how Jason Terry take your heart? No respect. No respect. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: just... hey, we got the next one for him too.
1: Oh my god!
2: All right, fellas, I'm about to smoke a bowl, eat a chicken Caesar salad, and play some what? Madden. So, I love chicken
0: Caesar. You salad.
2: guys be safe. You be blessed. You be awesome. You know, you be humble. You be everything and anything that you want to be. You know, your boy knives three one three is out. Last gun, shover pop!
0: There it is. There you You called it. Appreciate you guys, as always. Appreciate you, Doug. Thank you for popping out once again, man. All love. But uh, this last one is from Mapadone. Oh, what's That's up? You, man. Welcome. Let's play it. If you're talking about Ballon d'Or, you got to mention Greenwood. You got to mention Ben and Mendy. Come on now. <laughs> oh you God. mean the prison Ballon d'Or. The pri- you said the prison
1: Ballon d'Or? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. For Prison of I would definitely – I would have to give it to Greenwood. I just have to. I no, mean, nah, we got nah, – no, this him, is crazy. No, nah, we can't be saying this. No, nah, we cannot be saying this stuff. Nah, <laughs> Why not? This is crazy. Nah, it's just crazy. Nah, crazy. Nah, he's done something terrible. Greenwood, no. No, bro.
0: Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. We're, we're not saying, oh, he did a great job. We're just we're, we're bashing him. <laughs> this is terrible, bro. Oh, but um. Uh... But I got two more big deal, not big deals, and Eric, you got two more. So let's get into it.
1: All right, I'll start off again. Another um, football one, big deal, not big deal. I want to talk about this. Um, Harry Maguire and his family have received bomb threats. Um, and for <laughs> everyone that's the, no offense, that's the awful center back for the man, for Manchester United. But big deal.
0: <laughs> this is. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at nah, you to...
1: are no. No, nah, I hear you laughing.
0: <laughs> it's a serious thing. I'm serious. I'm not laughing at the thing. Honestly, I want to say this real quick. People are people are dumb. Fans are dumb at this thing. They take every like, if you're doing bomb threats like come on, grow up. Like you know that you're mad at the t- the player, but you're putting out his family at risk. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Now that I got that out of the way. And that now we all acknowledge that they are People who make bomb those bomb threats are pieces of trash. Now that we acknowledge that, now let's go into the funny part. The funny part. <laughs> the, only, why is this? the only reason the only reason why I'm laughing is because my cousin Kyle he told me the same thing, and uh, I now now you, you said it again, so just it just popped into my head because he said it the other day, and I'm like oh, and now you said it, so it's just a quick little flat a light bulb just flashed in my head, but um, nah. It, Obviously, obviously, like I said before, it's it's a big deal just because of the fact that you know it's me- it, people. This is where fans take it too far, and like you messing with someone's someone's life, someone's family. And it's just it's just messed up. They take the game too seriously at that point. But on uh, but if you really watch Harry Maguire play, oh my gosh, it's like it's just like a fridge, like my refrigerator having like, having legs. Like it <clears throat> doesn't move around that, that, that he, he doesn't move around. He's a big guy, but he just doesn't use his, his body. It's just so frustrating. He really is so bad, and it's just a waste. Hey, man. Either, either way,
1: I, I just don't I, – I like, overall, like, let's just – to, like, not talk about Harry Maguire like, and, like, what he does. Like, mm. we know that he's bad. Yeah. So i so can't, can't help it. But, like, yeah. mm. this is stupid. I'm going to be real with you. Because, yeah. like, we look at it as a whole, like, bomb threats, bro. Guys, like I understand he plays for your favorite club. I understand it's like and it's it's like you guys want to win and stuff, but stop. Like just stop. Exactly. I'm friends you make, with it. Like it's not that it could just never be that serious. I'm sorry. That's absolutely so how old are you? Literally, that that's just I well, I heard that I was like, I don't care how bad he is. This is just you don't you don't do that. You just don't do that. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, Hamburg is garbage. I can't be bothered. That man the biggest scam I've ever seen in my life,
0: literally. No, yeah, that's so messed up. I hate when people do that. They take everything too far instead of just the actual sport. But, yeah. Eric, I got another one, and uh, this might be my last one. Uh, actually, no, I have two more real quick. Big deal, not deal. Alex Ovenchkin becomes the oldest player to score 50 goals in a season for the Washington Capitals. He, At age 36, he scored 50 goals, and this is the ninth time in his career – he scored 50 goals, tying Mike Bossy and Wayne Gretzky for the most of all time. Big deal, not big deal. Big deal, bro. What kind of – are they playing defense? Like, are they trying? Are you just, <laughs> he,
1: this man's just saucing people, bro. 50 goals. My gosh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: bro. Just, Just so amazing. Such an amazing cosmic Shout out to him, bro. He's just an amazing player.
0: Such an amazing player. He is. He really is. Yeah, but I agree with you. Big deal. Great. Big deal. And to be the ninth player, ninth time to do this and being only the third player, tying Wayne Gretzky and Mike Bossy, those guys are Wayne, legends.
1: Wayne Gretzky, like, like imagine being in the same conversation as Wayne Gretzky. Not, not, like, obviously, like you said, Mike Bossy as well, but, like, Wayne Gretzky, like, obviously, like, I, I, like I, when I think of hockey, that's the first name that pops in my head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, you're in that conversation with that man. Like, you, that's insane.
0: So now you have to be considered as one of the greatest of all times. Exactly! As in Alex Avenue. Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. But, um, yeah. Crazy. That's all I got. Yeah, man. I believe you have one more?
1: Um, yeah, but, um, let's see which one I do. Let's see which one I do. Wait, we do have an audio message. Do you want to play that one first, or do you want to?
0: Yeah, we'll play it. It's from Mapadones. Shout out. No, let's do it.
3: I'm not gonna be mean about this. I'm just gonna be real.
0: This whole McGuire thing. So well deserved. Nah nah nah. I'm not even a, like I'm not a United fan, but if I was, I would be sending those kind of threats too, man. How what? dare you call yourself a world class center back no. and a captain of Manchester United. No. Piss off. Piss no. off. No. No, no. 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 Because you're messing with personal life. You take away personal life from actual sports. It's two different things.
1: Nah, that's actually crazy. Yeah, no. I highly <laughs> disagree with that. That's no shot. I would never. Me too. Bad that is. I would never send any any death threats to you, bro. That's just. Yeah.
0: You Like, you know, K, KD fumbled the bag in game two. I'm not going to be like, oh, my gosh. Dude, oh, my God. Like, come on. You got to be logical in that sense as well. But.
1: Well, for two, I'm just gonna go ahead and move on. <laughs> but um, yeah, what's it called? Um, I wanted to do one specifically. Yes. Okay. This is the last one. It's another stock one, and it's, it's comparing, um, Liverpool and Manchester United. Actually, I saw this. It was a very interesting, um, very interesting thing. I wanted to just talk about it really quick. Um, let me just get it up really quick. And th- this is the last one, right, David?
0: Yeah, I have one more, but that's it.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So. Um, I got, I got Liverpool's signings versus Manchester United's signings um, since Jurgen Klopp, um, since Jurgen Klopp's first season. So um, I just want to go through this really quick. And I wanted to show the difference in how much Man United has just been making mistakes compared to Liverpool. You know what I mean? But just looking at this as a whole, some of them are not bad, but some of them compared to Liverpool, it's just clear that one team just knows so much, or they're just doing so much better than the other team. You know what I mean, but starting mm-hmm. off in the yeah. twenty seventeen season, Liverpool only spent spent eighty seven point eighty nine mil, and Man United spent two hundred and three million, right? Um, and Liverpool, with the ace of a mil, they signed Sadio Mane, um, um, Wonyaldom, Karius. We know, we all know how that turned out. Clavan, <laughs> Joel Matip, and Alexander Manninger. So. Basically, throughout that one list, you got two guys that have been so key for Liverpool in Sadio Mane, Joel Matip, and also Wijnaldum. I can't, I can't, I can't lie. Wijnaldum obviously is not there anymore, but he played a big part for Liverpool, obviously. Um, and then you look at Man United signings for $203 million, They had Pogba, Mikatarian, Eric Bailly, and Ibrahim Ibrahimovic on a free transfer. So within that year, David, I just want to ask you, who do you think won that? Comparing on like, how much they spent. What they got out Liverpool,
0: of it. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. Liverpool is going to win every <laughs> single year. Oh my gosh.
1: All right. Well, there's the answer to that. Then we're going to the 2017 2018 season. Liverpool um, spent 191 million and Man United spent, again, 218 million, right? Spending more than Liverpool. Liverpool spent, they, they, they got Virgil van Dyke, Mohamed Salah. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Andrew Robinson, mind you. I just gotta read the prices for some of these players. I'm sorry, Mo Salah for 46 million, David. Wow. Van Dijk went for 93 million, rightfully so, I would say. Andrew Robinson went for $9, million. 9 million wow. euros. Oh, the God. best one of the best left backs, I would say, in Europe. Nine million euros, isn't that crazy?
4: Absolutely
1: insane. But then you go over to Man United. They um spent $93 million on Romelu Lukaku. Um, spent $49 million on Matic. $38 million on Lindelof. And $37 million on Alexis Sanchez. Who do you think won that year?
0: Eric, I, I, like I said, Liverpool is going to win every single year. <laughs> and... Continue, continue. What are you saying? This Man United, you're basically showing that the continuation, the consistency that Man United has in buying... Buying a lot of players for high for high money just because that they were hot names as of right now. Instead of buying them for long term and like developing these players, they're buying them like, oh, he's a superstar right now. Like, Lexi Sanchez. like That guy was very good at that time. And then he fell off. And you're looking at, like, instead of developing young players and having them and spending a little bit less, even though they're not like, uh, like a Pogba or something, you, you develop your midfielder and you create them to that standard. The Manchester United don't do that. They buy the guy already hyped and at the full price instead of developing like Liverpool has been doing.
1: Hey man, I just want to go there's there's a couple more years left. I'll just run through it really quick because you said that Liverpool's gonna win every single year. But this year in 2018, two thousand nineteen, Liverpool they spent um they spent they finally spent more money than Man United, right? Liverpool spent two hundred million, Man United spent ninety million. But Liverpool within the two hundred million were able to acquire Alisson... Nabita, Fabinho, and ex, and Jordan Shakiri, right? All players have contributed so much to Liverpool, in my opinion. Allison, I would say, being the most. Also, Fabinho being up there as well, right? Then you go to Man United. Mm-hmm. This year they signed Fred, <laughs> Diego Dallo, and Lee Grant again. Never heard of Lee Grant? Not gonna lie to you. Um, but we know who Diego Dallo is? A goalie. Literally, couldn't couldn't tell you who that guy is. I'm not gonna lie, but um. Fred and the other dollar, obviously, we know how that turns out as well. But um, we already know who wins that year. Go 2019-2020, Liverpool only spent $11 because their team was basically well-established. Man United spent €258 million. Euros. Are you ready for this one? Are you ready for this? Oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> so Lord. They, um, they signed Minamino for $9 million, which is a great signing because he comes as a bench well for them. Um, they signed Seth Vandenberg Vandenberg, never heard of this guy, signed him for two mil. Um, then they signed um some other um Andy Lonergan again, never heard of him, they got him for free. And they got Adrian for West Ham for free. Like goal, right? Cool, Liverpool. We go to Man United. <laughs> they signed Harry Maguire for ninety five million. Oh <laughs> they signed Bruno this is the only probably good one. They signed Bruno Brewer- Fernandes for sixty nine million. I think that's a great bargain. You know what I mean? Bruno yeah. Fernandes. 90- Absolutely. Mm-hmm. wan Wabisaka, 60 mil. Daniel James, 19 million. And Igalo for 13 million. How many of those players actually have turned out well for Man United?
0: Maybe one, maybe two. That's it.
1: That's literally it, right? You go further into it, 2020. And this is recent, ladies and gentlemen. And it's still going on right in front of our eyes. It's like a track record, 2020 and 2021. Liverpool spent ninety million. Manchester spent ninety-two. Liverpool they signed Diego Jota, Tiago, um, Tim- I can't pronounce his guy's name, but it's like t Tim- Timas- Timas- I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's I believe he's a defender. Um, Ben Davies and Kabaka, right? Or Kabak, sorry, right? Liverpool they signed great players in like you know Jota, Thiago, You know what they, they supply for them. Um, United, Donny Van de Beek, who they just haven't used well. Um, Amad Diallo, he's the young, he's the young um star. Alex Telles, um, 3, and Kalani for free, right? Mm-hmm. That goes with that. And then to end it off, at the end of the day, 2021-2022, Liverpool spent ninety three million. Man United you know, spent one hundred and fifty four million. And Liverpool only spent on Luis Diaz and Cunat. and Jason, um, Man United you know, go Jaden Sancho, Rafael Varane, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Tom Heaton. But Main thing that's a long, big deal, not big deal, but the main thing that I was getting from that one, David, is the fact that Man United consistently spend money on big players, and they just don't produce for them. Meanwhile, Liverpool
0: seem to be scouting the right ones. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Manchester United they, they buy the the big, big money guys that are doing good right now, and they could be like 30 something instead of spending that. Less money on a younger guy who's 24 and developing him. That's the only. That's the problem that they have. Yeah, man. But there's my big deal, not I deal. Sorry for that. For that being so freaking long. Sorry about that. N- no worries. No worries. It was a good one. And my last big deal, not big deal. Before wrapping the show, Tyson Fury is gonna verse Dylan Wyatt for the UBC heavyweight title. Cl- t- uh, title. Uh, title fight. Who do you think is coming out with that big deal? Not big deal. Big deal. And they, come on, Tyson. Bro. Tyson, bro. Mm-hmm. It- I agree.
1: Are we even? Are we even arguing this? No offense. Like no, why well, is this even a conversation? It's Tyson, bro. Come on, come on.
0: I agree. But I agree. 100%. What round do you think it's happening? Uh, probably seventh. Okay. Oh
1: yeah, I was I was thinking yeah. more of six. I was thinking round six. Really? Maybe round five, round six. Not gonna lie.
0: Interesting. Maybe yeah. maybe he does it early. Maybe Wyatt puts up a fight. Who knows?
1: Yeah, no, Tyson Fury is just too much of a dog. I'm sorry. That man's a different, a different
0: breed. Different animal. But, um, yeah, that is all I have for my primary deal. How about we wrap up the show? What do you think? Yeah, man, let's wrap it up. Awesome. I just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of their day just to listen to us. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome, and don't forget it. Also, if you're new here, please give us a follow on the Stereo Wrap and subscribe to our show. Also, on our, we have an Instagram. The Instagram is official underscore D-E underscore takeover. I'll say it again, official underscore D-E underscore takeover. So please give that a follow there over there on the Instagram. You can interact with us, give us hot takes, like we said, on our story. DM us. Uh, we post reels. We post fun things as well. So all that stuff. And uh, in our link, in our bio on Instagram, we have a, uh, a link to all of our social medias, including Twitter and TikTok. And a YouTube, so our Twitter, Twitter and TikTok are both d and Takeover. Twitter is at Remeet, so please follow us there. And also, our YouTube is d and Takeover, so please subscribe and like and comment on our videos. I think we have seven or eight videos currently up at the moment, so please like and comment on those videos and subscribe to the channel. And share it to everyone you know, because we're trying to go big with this, as you guys know. But um, also, if you miss any part of the show, um, any part of this, this show that you're listening to right now, it gets edited down and put onto platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the Anchor app. So please um, subscribe to those things, uh, follow us on those things, and also um, share the show to everyone you want to hear, everyone everyone you think that would love to hear this because we, we appreciate you guys and uh, we're trying to grow big with this. But um, without that being said, I think I got everything. Be sure to tune in on Monday to see our quote of the week, our NBA predictions, our hot take segment that you can interact with us on the Instagram our big deal, not big deal, and our NBA playoff go to the week, week two.
1: There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and once again, thank you for everyone that's popping out. Like David said, make sure you share it to your friends and your family. And without further ado, it's been your boy, Easy Eric Hines.
0: And your boy, the Oracle David. And we're out. Peace. Peace.